we like we never left. We left. It was it was about three weeks, three weeks or so. Yeah, we're undisciplined men, and uh, we carry that in a lot of. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, two guys, two mics, two pints. This is episode number 106. Uh, Hundred episode, hundred and six part two because we we actually got through a good amount of one hundred six a few weeks back with our good friend Kevin, but uh, unfortunately some technical issues. Um, yeah. Despite that, we're back. We're doing it again. And um, how are you, man? Doing good. You know, just uh, enjoying uh, football to some capacity. Uh, there's a lot of sports on right now, to be fair. Uh, but, you know, going into an international window, it's a nice, uh, you know, gear shift because it sparks a whole other kind of interest. I feel like casual fans tune in. And we're excited to talk about that and maybe a little bit of a culmination of this first big run of games in Europe and what we surmise of it so far. Excited yeah. to get into it. Yeah, because we're there's been enough season where we can gather... Who's in good form as in terms of club and and players, and a lot of them are doing what we expect them to. I don't think too many players have come out and surprised and be like, "Oh no, he needs to be talk." Maybe players like Iago Aspas, who's been lights out in, in the last few years, not getting the call up to Spain, but players like Asensio, who's younger, uh, I guess a little more um, versatile in, in terms of where he can place him. Um, who hasn't played a lot, but he is getting the call-up. So there are things like that. And then the England rosters, its own thing. And then closer to home, the Mexico and U.S. teams, they, they have their own little issues. Um, I guess, I guess where should we start? Should we start with, like, kind of club and then talk our way into yeah, national yeah, team? We, or we just could do rip that. The- um, we could do that. I know we mostly talk Prem here. I feel we we do touch on yeah. on La Liga sometimes, but really it's Prem and and I don't think we've recorded since. But the Queen passed. Obviously, I don't oh, know if we yeah. mentioned that. No, but, yeah, no, yeah, that. And that affected some games. So some were postponed. Some you know were played. So you know there's just a big mix of games. But I have to say that did really kill my interest in in the game. Yeah, you know, prematurely into this international. You know, it's funny because we shouldn't even be all that surprised by it because the last two seasons, um, fucking hell, the last two seasons, um, there have been postponements due to COVID and shit, and and now you know there's po- some teams have two games postponed, right? Yeah. Due to the not only the Queen's pass, the first week that it happened, it was like on a Thursday she died, and then. The Prem decided that there was not going to be any games that weekend, so all the games were postponed. And then last week, because of the funeral or like the memorial or something, there was three games that were postponed. So some teams are are two games down, and it just feels like the last two seasons have warmed us up for for this sort of interruption that we're still not used to. It's still kind of fucked up. Yeah, I and I hate to get political here, but I felt like that kind of importance based on what happened is I don't think. It should be enough to deter a sporting event. A sporting event in which they could still honor her and, and then just play their game. Do the minute. Yeah, I Do mean... the fucking minute. It's, it, I'm sorry, and maybe this is insensitive as an American, but I, I could never imagine that happening here, truthfully. I think it would be only a, a maybe even a bigger limelight on a team 
demonstrating their regards and also their patriotism, if you will. But the games are going on. That's part of what sporting events should be, I think, you know? I think things that are socially more um, relevant and socially more, um, uh, I, I guess, bigger topics as a whole, like the whole, remember the kneeling thing? Yeah. With the racism and stuff. Like, we honor that. I don't even know if they do it to this day. I don't think they do it anymore. But, you know, for the last two seasons, they were doing that before every game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think in terms of relevance, that that has bigger weight than the queen passing. Again, give her her minute of silence. You know, do the little memorial that they do on the screen. And let's get on with it. I mean. Yeah, I agree. A lot of people hold that sentiment. Now, granted, there was people that waited 12 hours to see her casket. Yeah, yeah. Very recent. I don't know. You know, that's you know that's its own topic of discussion, like you said. You know, yeah, we all have our sensibilities. It, it towards really it. is a more traditional thought as well. It's like you know more the Tory conservative community. I think really uh, celebrate the monarchy and whatnot. So you also have that side pulling it back, and a lot of the people that run the league and run clubs, they they think along those lines. So. It is what it is, but I feel like most fans were displeasured, as was I, as was my fantasy team. It was just, it was a shit show. Well, also, like, one of the, you know, side stories, and the more relevant thing is a lot of people, there's a lot of employees within clubs, and that happen to make match day happen. Yeah. The people that work in the concession stands, the stewards, all that shit. Well, they... They didn't work, and they don't get paid for that day, right? Right. So for the working class, that one day of pay is all the difference difference between a meal or rent. Yeah. And, you know, living out in the street. So mm. there, there was a lot of bitterness in that discussion as well as like, well, we have to pause the world for the passing of a monarch whose living is made off of the working class, you know? Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Uh, uh, it's, it's hard to defend, yeah, Honestly. yeah. I feel like for such an advanced society, uh, this is an area where it reminds you that, you know, there's some still pretty interesting traditions that are being upheld to this day, you know. So, you know, more power to them. But for me, that did kill some of the interest that I was having in the Prem at the moment. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, another week till the next game because, you know, they, they didn't do it immediately after. And now here we are, you know, into an international break with a bit of a stagnant dip. In, yeah, in there was like prior. yeah, it was a very stop and go. Yeah, and usually international breaks come like at a weird time. Right, but right. There, there was like a good run of games where it's like okay, there was six games that were to be played, six or seven. Right, right. Six games, I think, whatever. And you know, uh, international break was due. Mm, just kind of didn't work out that way. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. That fuck, was, I think, the biggest fuck, thing yeah. with the prem. You know, I mean, <clears throat> I guess if you, if you wanted to. St- talk uh peripheral and just like you know iceberg stuff about the league right now arsenal look amazing uh before you get into that though yeah yeah. i I did want to talk about this because it it came up um i think it came up last week the uh todd bully's comments on Uh, on a possible all-star game and how that can be beneficial to the to the pyramid as a whole yeah and a lot of people roll their eyes and well, this is a this is very much the you know the British sentiment is that American ideas don't work, uh, you know, across the pond. They're they're all bullshit. They're all money grabs. 
as if nothing else, <laughs> as if as if England doesn't work as a capitalist society itself, right? Yeah, they yeah. have social they have socialism to an extent, but you know money rules and the prem. You know we all talk about it. We we talked about how much money was spent in the uh, in the transfer window, and England by far was above everybody else. Um, so yeah, m- money money is not an American thing, and even though half of the ownership in the prem is owned by or half half of the teams are owned by. American people, money is not exclusively American. No, no. Capitalism right. is not exclusively American. So this this idea that we're going to roll our eyes just because they want to make money, yeah, no shit. Why do you think they got into it? Every um, every owner does. I th- I think nobody. Yeah, of course. Stands to just buy a club to just fuck you know fuck off their money. No, it's <laughs> it's an investment, and I think uh, it 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 is a bit scary though because from from the british perspective you see all these americans starting to you know seep into the ownership when it's a majority american owned team owned league now the ideas that can be approved uh by the top you know governing bodies does become skewed at some point right so i think that fear exists rightfully but i think it's very premature right now and truthfully i don't know if there's any Owners coming in that are American that can spend, like, say, Sheikh Mansour, uh, peace be upon him, uh, <laughs> Roman Abramovich, who can't own a team for now at least. Well, but Bully has shown that he's got he's the, got the cash, for it. but I don't know if he's got like that uh, the recklessness that Abramovich or, or the deep pockets too, because like we have to remember he also does have other sporting ventures. Uh, like we we would expect Kroenke, for example, to to get in his bag and spend it and throw it, and he does it selectively, but. You know, when you own other teams, I feel like there's that line you have to straddle. But I still want... I just make that point to say that a lot of the international ownership outside of the U.S. is even scarier, you know, as far as the kind of money they can pump into the league. So I don't get it personally. Uh, but, you know, it's it's to be expected, I guess. So what are your thoughts on on having a, a Premier League All-Star game? Oh, yeah, Adam. I'm not a big fan of it personally. Um, but if it went on, I'd probably still watch it. I just think that it, it's um, it's it's just there's already too many games as it is as it is now. There's too many. It should be dialed back to an extent. Maybe cut the Carabao Cup and and just leave that rest to be had. You know, it, you know yeah. And that was my thing. It, like the same thing, the, the same outreach that was had about the Super League was that we we sort of have something that already exists like that where where you're mad at something that that's already existing and a lot of people's like well what about the fixture congestion do teams really need to play my my idea is that teams don't really need to play Carabao and this is not me you know wanting an all-star game this is just me like pointing out the sort of hypocrisy the the Carabao Cup yes it's like the the Premier League teams you typically play the their um, academy players or their you know the first team guys that that don't usually get minutes, but do does Manchester City or Arsenal or or Chelsea does, does a Carabao Cup really mean that much to them? Whereas if it was like Sheffield Wednesday or you know Hull City, if they won it, right? You know for them it's everything. For these other clubs, it's just like well that's that that's like a very secondary sort of trophy that they probably shouldn't be competing for. And yeah. if we care about the the pyramid as much as we claim to, right? Right. I, I just think I just think that you know complaining about fixture congestion will get really care about cup. You don't need to play a second domestic 
tie, uh, cup. And even if they were to get rid of it, like, say, the rest of the world, even, like, in Spain or, or Germany or, or France, like, even the... It's even to say the fixtures are congested there as well, especially for the teams that are in Europe. Like, there's a lot of games already mm-hmm. as it yeah. is. And sure, like, when you have a very deep team, it's hard to feel the, the ramifications. But for some of the teams that aren't as deep, it's it makes all the difference. But, you know, it's... The idea is cool, you know, obviously they do something like that in the MLS and it's fun to watch, but the stakes that there are, you know, in Europe, I don't think allows for that kind of, uh, you know, unserious competition because that's all it is. It's just like a, a yeah. kickabout. Yeah. And and injuries can happen. And that's, a, still, that's they, a worry they, they, for that's, anybody. That's still definitely very possible. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I think it there was, you know, mentioning... I don't even know if it's a serious conversation, but people were saying, oh, just have it instead of the Community Shield or something. Just these games that don't really mean anything. Glorified oh. friendlies. I don't know. I, 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 and um, Bully's major selling point was the $200 million that the that the uh, MLB generated. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a good idea for, for sales, for sure, I think. Yeah, no, it, it'll sell. People are acting like they're too good for it, but we tend to forget how much how much money these clubs make just off of tourism. Like not everyone that's in a Manchester United home game is from Manchester, you know, right. There's right. a lot of, a lot of tourism, but, um, uh, well, other news with Chelsea, I don't know if we even were able to talk about this, but yeah, Chelsea got rid of, uh, Thomas Tuchel. So how? Uh, yeah, Todd Bully. I get, I guess he was very, very, um, abrasive and and very non-communicative with with everyone except the first team so mm-hmm. players that were outside of the first team or outside of the starting position basically were given no coaching in terms of how they can get there mm-hmm. so it makes you think of players like Pulisic who who's been frozen out more or less and um I don't I, I can't really think of any other ones um any major names, anyway. Kovic, Kovacic, he's, kind of, he's yeah. kind of complained, uh, you know, about the lack of play. And it's been apparent. I think only until recently he started playing them more. But, um, yeah, this it's not a surprise, is it? Yeah. Uh, but a lot of the fans were very touched. And a lot of the players seem to be, like, very close to him and stuff. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I... I feel like the love that the fans give him is a little too much. Yes, you got. Yes, they got the Champions League. Um, but you would think that you would think that he was like this like Alex Wag- Ferguson type yeah, character Alex Ferguson, for them, or, or even know. like a yeah, or Jurgen Klopp or a Ragnari for Leicester. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. like I don't know, or even Bielsa for for Leeds. Yeah, hell, I, I mean, two holes there for seventeen months. I don't know. I, I felt like the love was a little over the top from the fans. Uh, and a lot of the fans that were bitching a lot of how they started the season, too. Yeah. And yeah. even last season. Because it wasn't just a, a terrible start to the season. They're still the top half team. But for the last, I would say, eight, nine months, Chelsea have been pretty bad. They, they were fortunate to end off where they did, but they, they've been pretty bad for a while. So... I mean that that's why I thought he was going to get sacked early on. Maybe not this early, but they lost that game in the Champions League to uh, Dinamo Zagreb and that was that was all she wrote. 
Dinamo, man. Now, now we can talk about who was brought in. Uh, You're a fan of that guy. Used to be. Nah, just kidding. Yeah, uh, Graham Potter. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, great addition. Great addition. Um, I, I don't think they'll see immediate results. I think that's crazy to assume. But uh, I, I will think that they will be more fun to watch. And that's what I care about. Not to care about. <laughs> what can you do in the league, you know? Uh, but, yeah, man, I think Chelsea are, are definitely, in, like, full reconstruction mode now from top to bottom. Owner to coach to players. And, yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy to see. I, I wouldn't have anticipated, say, like, before you even knew that Roman had to sell, to see where they're at now. It's just almost inconceivable. But, but yeah, man, um, you know, it's a lot of American... Uh, jingoism surging through the pl right now from the players the shows like ted lasso which you seem <laughs> to be fascinated with and and you know Wrexham, and it's crazy because uh there has never been a stronger cohesion between both you know uh england and the u.s as far as any sport you know? I, I andrew and i think it's it's a lot of that um that i was saying earlier it's that the the, the money they've started to realize that holy shit there's Really, a lot of money in this, so we're gonna see like some official fan clubs pop up now. We're yeah. gonna see, you know, probably extension teams. I mean, we already have that somewhat, like um, like Red Bull, Red Bull New York. Um, yeah, New York City FC. New York City FC, and well, I mean, the City Football Group as a whole is you know kind of reaching everywhere now. Yeah, they, they're they probably say the ones that are ahead of it. The sun never sets on CFG football. <laughs> is that is that right? Yeah. It's always the it's always daytime at one academy, you know? <laughs> but yeah, it is crazy, dude. Uh, I kind of like it, you know. It, it's gonna bring more uh, representation, coverage, and, and just a lot, you know. With more eyeballs, with more money in the game, it's gonna be fun, you know. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know, like for example, here you talk about basketball or football. I mean, American football. Wow. Uh, like everybody knows, everybody talks about it. You know, it's like yeah, because it's such it's so in, entrenched in our society. I think soccer's heading there, very close. Um, you know, as far as like getting deeply embedded into uh, American culture. Yeah, a lot of people talk about it more. Like you'll see, you'll see, you know, ex football player tweet, "Let's go, fucking yeah, let's go Spurs." Yeah, like huh? You? Yeah. Hmm. Spurs? Really? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess it's cool. Everyone plays FIFA, too. Yeah, that's really, I think, has been a massive, uh, you know, train for that kind of hype. And, you know, it's fun. It's cool. I, I think I think it, for a while it's been my favorite sport to watch, and now I think more people are uh, also getting into it. Yeah. And, yeah. of course, like that that gives way to gatekeepers like us, but, <laughs> you know, we're all, I think we're all, we're a pretty accepting community. Well, excluding the Brits, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, they, they have a really uh, interesting way to gatekeep. Um, it's, it, and, and it's hard to, like, shit on somebody, right? Like, oh, oh I'm, I'm a Manchester City fan. And uh, it's like, uh, are you really, though? Do you I, know I mean, who number, like, 33 was in 2012? <laughs> and, and, you know, That's it's, it. um... It's hard to take their fandom seriously. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Not to say that 
that they can't be fans, but you just like roll your eyes. And not just City, but like Liverpool, for example, now. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. I, I can tolerate that if you if you said you were a fan like in 2014, 15, where it was like you were good, but they, you were heartbreaking good. You know what I mean? <laughs> the heartbreak kid. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, same could be said for a lot of people who, you know, are United fans, like, who supported early 2000s, late 90s, and it was mm-hmm. like, well, of course, he's a glory hunter. That's what they yeah. call him, you know? Yeah. But I think everybody wants to roll with the champion, you know, wants to roll with the Goliath, and, and yeah. I, I don't blame him. And for, I, like, yeah. you know, especially that we're here, that we don't have, like, any kind of um, regional allegiance to, to any of these teams. Well, uh, why, why me... In L.A., as a kid that where you didn't get all the games like we do now. Yeah. Uh, why what the fuck would I support like Leicester? Lester. Why would uh, I support Watford? You know what I mean? And the only reason why you would support Leicester, well, maybe you started watching in that season. Uh, you know? Uh, maybe that's no. maybe then. And then, you know, that story resonates with you that because Americans tale. love a Cinderella story. Yeah. So all that shit, you know, maybe maybe you can call yourself a Leicester fan. But, like, why would I be a Watford or Norwich fan? <laughs> and then and then you have to also think of, oh, well, who was, who was in Everton or who was in uh, Tottenham Daily that was American? Because then that's the next oh, thing that like you look at. Clint Dempsey. Clint Dempsey. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lyndon Donovan, Donovan. Tim Howard Tim were in um, were in Everton. Everton. Yeah. Um, Brian McBride. Brian Fulham. McBride, if you're a Fulham fan for some reason. Yeah. Clint, too, on that one. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, uh, that's true. So it's like... That's respectable, though. You like, can, if, if you, you find if that like Fulham, and you can find yeah. fanship in that, cool. Because, those, because those games were rough. Because they weren't winning every... Maybe Everton was in a good moment with, with Tim Howard. Oh, they, they had the best Everton side I've seen. When they had, yeah. like, Leighton Baines and, and, you know, like, these guys that were... Kevin Mirayas. But, yeah, um, it, it's it's hard to to not go for the teams that are good. Because, again, why why not? I'm yeah. not even going to hide it. I, you know, why, why would I be a Real Madrid? Or why would I be a fucking Betis fan? You know? Yeah. Real Madrid was the cock of the walk. Um... So I, I guess I get that. I guess I get that. Anyway, um, well, I, I guess with the whole like manager signing thing, because uh, bef- I guess before we move on, the whole thing with Graham Potter, I, I hadn't really considered this, but it was like kind of like on my mind. There, there was something about this that it happens maybe once a season to a big team. They sack their manager fairly early on in the season and then they'll get a manager that's managing a smaller team and why don't the rules of like the transfer rules like between players also apply to managers because you're no matter what release clause you get for manager if whatever it is like whatever buyout you get you're leaving that team in a bad position like in a worse position Definitely, right? Brighton, right now, they started off really well. They lost their manager, and we can all say that he's probably their main, the main reason why or his tactics were. Um, but they're left in a shitty-ass position just because Chelsea were... I mean, you can say they were rash. You can say that they were just 
trying to clean house and Bully's trying to just create this whole new thing and use whatever excuse he wanted to get rid of Tuchel. But, you know, it's not, it's kind of reckless on Chelsea's part, right? So why should we, why, why should we, um, I, I guess, uh, I guess uh, reward them or let them do what they want and then punish Brighton, who've been very responsible with their money and yeah, they're, and they're very good do, with their scouting. They do tidy business. Yeah. Yeah, which, I, I, by the way, I mean, and I know we're focusing on Potter and Chelsea, but they're, they've gone for Deserbi, like a, a manager that's, you know, coached in Ukraine. And he's a Champions League caliber coach, but not quite, you know, proven. And, and I feel like he's been already, sh- like, shat on so hard, by especially yeah. by English media. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this guy can come in here and, and tear shit up because of how unexpected he is and, and how differently he approaches the game. And you also have to have some kind of faith in Brighton's scouting. I think he's going to make a lot of well, people eat their Well, and also their, their existing sort of their, – their, their existing team, like how they've been playing. Yeah, and they're not yeah, a bad not team. It's not all Grain Potter. No, no. But, no. but maybe he can expand on or at least maintain whatever fundamentals were, I think that's, that were there. I think that's what the, the guidelines were scouting-wise. Yeah. You know what really pisses me off, though? Like the, the media perception from Britain, is specifically Graham Souness – Who's like one of the old school guys and, you know, yeah. shits on Pogba's haircut, you know, shit like that. Game's gone. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, uh, he's like seven jobs in nine years. What am I supposed to think of that? And <laughs> I'm just like, bro, if it, if it was Sam Allardyce or, or, <laughs> yeah. or Nigel Pearson, you know, guys like that that have been like, you know, rot- rotating door managers. He doesn't well, have that same energy. Well, well then, then well, his argument would be like, well, they're they're proven. They're They've never been. He's only been relegated once. <laughs> you know, For like fuck's sake. So I'm Probably gonna keep you. I'm a. I'm a. Take this guy because he hasn't failed as bad as other. Is managers. Like, we're just gonna settle for average. We're gonna we're gonna settle for below average. Because because if that's if not being relegated is your claim to glory. Then that means that you're very fucking close to it. That, that's like me. That's like me being proud of a sixty-one percent. Like I didn't fail. I got a low D, but I didn't fail. Like, yeah. You don't, okay, don't be proud of it. You you, you uh, did you did what you could, right? But you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a bit harsh. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Soon as is a dickhead, he he puts his foot in his mouth a lot. But we'll let we'll, we have to say it's because he's not an English guy. Because Grand Potter also didn't come from a prem, he had no experience with him, and he he, he failed from, in England for he, a few times, and then he, he had to go to Norway or he wasn't Finland. a great player. So, yeah, he went to Norway, he managed there. Um, so it was like a, it was like why why can't why don't we give the opportunity to let these managers build up to that? Because now we can firmly say that Grand Potter is in the big leagues. Now we can say that. Well, He's yeah. a major player. First, first big six job, and, and all eyes are on him now. And we haven't even seen how they play. No, it's it's hard to tell right now. So We're going to be guess. kind to him for the next month or so because whether Chelsea play well or not uh, it isn't yeah. necessarily depending on him. He deserves all the kindness, and, and Chelsea yeah. fans will know that better than anybody because Brighton has beat Chelsea and has shown the capacity to beat Chelsea since last year. You know, so well that and they, and they really him. gave uh, Tuchel a lot of roses for not doing a whole lot. <sighs> Well, yeah, the Champions yeah. League is huge. It's, yeah, it's enormous, it. but it, I don't know. They, they they weren't impressive for the last fucking 
14 months, I'll tell you that. No, they've been they've been subpar, you know. Um, even in the big wins that they claim to have, it's been marginal, and there's been you know a lot of signs of of uh, you know a dying club to an extent. But they're kind of getting revived now, so we'll see how it goes. Um, anything else in the prem though? I know I touched on Arsenal. I was gonna say they're doing amazing. City look good. Yeah, Arsenal's in the lead. Um, well, if anyone had their doubts about uh, 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 a certain Norwegian. Uh, Youngster, um, yeah, what a guards. He really fits like a glove with that team. <laughs> he's a good player, sake. he's a good player. Now, he's been playing very well. Um, I think, yeah, uh, to think that this team isn't in the world cup, it's it's insane, right? But Holland, amazing start. I, I think, I don't think even his biggest fans could have imagined this perfect of a start for him. And it's not perfect, I should say, it's just the numbers are, are staggering. You know, it's we haven't seen something like that in a while. People are talking about a forty goal season. I think that's a bit much, but I think he's a he can hit thirty. You know, I think it's not too not too crazy. Well, I mean, he's at eleven now. Yeah, and we have seven months left of football. I think I think I think he'll get pretty close, man. <laughs> no, if he gets close, yeah. But I, I'm saying he could get there. I think he could pass it. But yeah, he looks good. Um, United look much better. Uh, we have to say, I know that there's still areas of concern. They still look like there's moments where they are a, a bit flaccid at the back. They got they got four wins in a row. Yeah. Um, they, I, don't, I feel like they've started to turn it around. Yeah, they look much better now. And it and it looks like they found their their center back partnership uh, with uh, um, with uh, Martinez and Varan. Um, but there there are questions still. Like why is why is McTominay bless you why is Jeez. McTominay starting over Casemiro for example mm. Ronaldo Barely I, I think Ronaldo is going to be Ronaldo though he's still going to get double digit cameos goals. yeah he's going to get double digit goals I think it's it's in his blood it's just not I, I, I don't know I, I, the attack is still being worked out which is weird because they just got Anthony and uh, he did score in his debut which is great and all but he didn't really play all that all that great himself so um i guess excuse me i guess we'll have to see how that midfield really really kind of comes together yeah yeah that team still has a few holes um the right back most most notably right now i don't know what to make of them just yet tottenham i feel i feel are okay i feel like they've they've had a pretty good start um, who else has looked okay? Well, Brighton looked pretty good, which is funny. We're talking about Graham Potter yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. been his work, but till now they're overachieving. Over overperforming, sure. Yeah, you can't really. I, I have to give them their credit. You do though, because you do, they yeah. they finished top top a top half team for consecutive years now. It's like the proof is in the pudding. I feel you know, and they lost their best player, arguably or one of their best, to Everton. I think Malpai scored it this weekend yeah, as well. Yeah, he, he did. But I mean, yeah, I think Brighton. I got to give them their flowers, and they've kind of taken the spot of West Ham, which what they were last season when they were or the season before. And yeah. West Ham like, on the opposite end have been butt. Uh, I think they've lost. There's no more charm for the Moyes boys, huh? Moyes and his boys, I don't know. Yeah, the honeymoon stage they, they, is they over. They can't score. 
they've they're losing every game, so they're not even defending well. Yeah, that that offense can't piss a drop right now. <laughs> and well, I mean, they're in a very similar position to ooh. Yikes! Somebody, Got him. Somebody he's even that. bending down and acting oh. like he's tying his shoe. Hey, somebody! Hey, 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 hey! We're watching uh, Chivas versus Cincinnati. A little friendly, yeah. since everyone else is on uh, international break. Oh, but yeah, nice uh, Leicester, Leicester, and West Ham—like two teams that we've known for the last couple of seasons to be top half teams. Stinking up the joint. Well, that speaking of stinking up the joint, I don't think anybody's doing a better job at, than at that than Leicester at the moment. Oh, they suck! And I don't know if the rumors are true. Um, obviously, but with the results and with the team they have, any manager should be sacked by now. I believe. I think. Yeah, and especially because they haven't been great for the last. It's been more than a like, year. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. They, it's been. All of two, 2022. And I they get didn't it. have a good season last year. They didn't spend much. They lost their best leader in Casper Schmeichel this season. And Brendan Rodgers has shown no type of flair, no type of evolution, no type of uh, you know creativity. So it's time to ax them. If they were going to sell Fofana the whole time, why didn't they identify places where they can put that money towards? If they always knew that they were going to get $80 million for him... Or I don't know if they always knew, but if that money was available, why not earmark it for other players, other positions that can can be strengthened? Yeah, but the rumor the rumor has it right now though that Lester have wanted to sack him, but there's a clause in his contract that that ends up him like ends up with him making X amount, which I don't know what the amount is, but it's a significant amount. I'm just like fuck it, pay it, man. You just made so much money on Fofana alone. It's like, yeah, but it, I, I understand like buying out a contract, like okay, your remaining years, okay, let's get you your four million, five million, whatever. But if it's like a, if it's a clause where it's, oh, it has to be fifteen million. Why the, f- why are you approving that sort of clause in the first place? Well, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's because I, honestly, I think when Lester went for Brendan Rodgers, <sighs> oh my, my, dirty birdie, nice strike. Uh, Nice defense. Ah, uh, that's a bit harsh to be fair. It's an away game. Um, ah man, that made me lose my train of thought. Uh, Cincinnati just goes up two one, sixty eighth minute. Uh, fabulous strike from outside the box. Um, off a given ball there, poor ball to give away. And uh, yeah, he capitalizes. But going back to Leicester, I think uh, Brendan Rodgers when he joined Leicester, he felt like he was stooping down. You know. So I think that's why he would ask for a contract like that, where it's like, well, if you sack me, at least give me a nice comfort pillow, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, Menos it, It's Yeah. It, it always turns out to be a stupid amount of money when, when it comes to that sort of thing, for that kind of manager, too. But it, I, they have to move on from him at this point. Yeah, I I, it's harsh to only put it on the manager, right? Yeah, it's it's difficult, you know. But I think he's had more than enough time, and he has more than enough resources. You got some really talented players in that lineup. I get it. Center backs were an issue. They they went and got Vestigard. I maybe he's been shambolic. I get it. But has the coach put him in a position to succeed? That whole defense is ass, man. Assy McGee. Well, and and I think they 
they uh, underestimated how much Michael was giving them because their keeper award. He's not good. He's he's so insecure in the air on set pieces. Yeah. Um, he looks and, like a deer in headlights. Yeah. I they they've been they've been leaking goals. Yeah. They, they've and, been uh, and Tottenham exploited that. Yeah. Well, Son Son had the you know whatever amount of minutes thirty three minutes of his life as well. Got a hat trick real quick. Something light. About time. That's <laughs> how you know Leicester are bad. First team to allow goals to Sun this season. <laughs> Shame on you. No, Sun's a great player. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a. I think it's time that that they try something new. Whether it's the manager's fault or not, you don't want to get yourself into a position where you're like, "Fuck, we're in a relegation fight." Yeah, you know. Um. So I guess we'll we'll see we'll see how that progresses with um uh with, with fucking uh, Lester. Anything else? Anything else in the prem? Um, there's a prem player I wanted to talk about, but I think I should just leave it for the international segment. No, well, let's do it now. <sighs> All right. Well, it's kind of like more of a kind of like a. I wouldn't say a you want to give a someone crazy topic, but it's like. Yeah, I do, but it's crazy to think that St. Maximin, for as good of a season as he's having, uh-huh. he's playing top right now. Uh-huh. I think he's one of the best wingers in the league, uh, by the way. He's not playing for France currently. Hasn't been called up to France. Um, and I was, like, talking to my friend about it. I'm like, well, who's ahead of him? And it's like, you go Dembele, Mbappe, Kingsley Coman. And, like, you know, uh, after that, it's, like, a big question mark. There's a few other guys I'm probably forgetting, but... Toliso maybe, uh, oh, you're not having that. No, no, that's not <laughs> one. How we're that. he's that's not getting not... called up though. Oh, Nicolas Pepe, I think Nicolas. Oh no, he's Ivorian. He's Ivorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and why would he be get called ahead of uh, Saint Maximine? Yeah, but um, point being, like you know, that's kind of unfortunate for a guy of his caliber to miss out on a World Cup. <sighs> that's the problem with France, though, is they're so stacked. Yeah, yeah. They're so stacked. And that's not to take away from San Maximin. It's just these guys, they've been there and they've had... The, one thing that we that we kind of underrate sometimes is, is chemistry. These guys all know each other. Um, and it's not to say that he would be a bad locker room guy. It's not to say that, that he wouldn't fit in with these guys. It's not even to say that he doesn't know these guys. Yeah. But the manager himself, like we, we forget these biases that managers have. Some managers, I mentioned this earlier, is like, why is Asensio getting called up when he's only played like a grand total of 18 minutes, you know? Yeah. And that's not accurate. I'm just kind of exaggerating. But, you know, um, you know, last season, uh, Gavi gets Gavi gets national Gavi team Gavi minutes yeah. with Spain when he hadn't even played one, you know, one game with, uh, with Barcelona or it was like a very minimal amount. So it, it's, you know, th- these biases exist. And Saint Maximin definitely fucking deserves it, man. I think so. I'm I'm trying. I, I'm looking it up on my phone. I'm trying to see what players get in ahead of him. Yeah, um, and that national team again is it's, oh, it's going to be fucking. I, how could I forget? Yeah. So really, you're going to have Griezmann who can operate in that space. I'm impressed with Griezmann. Griezmann, by the way, this year, and as far as the versatility, but as an out-and-out winger, I'm, I think I'm taking Maximin at the moment. Yeah, uh, Griezmann cannot be a winger. He's definitely not that. 
you got Dembele, obviously, I mentioned him, and Mbappe. So those three start over him. After that, it looks like the team really focuses heavy on midfielders and defenders, which they have a lot of great defenders as well, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know, you talk about Baran, Kunde, Upamecano, Saliba, who arguably is center back of the year as far as Prem goes. But yeah, yeah. Uh, as of been, now. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and then in the midfield, you have some great guys too. You know, you're the uh, the Real Madrid pair now, like, you know, who are blossoming into great midfielders. Shuameni Kamavinga. Um, it's crazy, you know, like there's a lot of guys on that team. And we really have those guys. That oh, occupy man. the space. And it's like, well, it kind of sucks, though. I still think he should be on that team. You know, I, I think he deserves it. At least, at least let him get some caps. Cap-tie him. If you're France, cap-tie him. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're not going to use him, then tell him, hey, we have no intention of you. But there's also the idea that, that, that Deschamps is going to leave the team after the World Cup. Especially if they win. I think if they win, he just rides off into the sunset. But... You want Sam Maximin. Uh, he's only going to get better, I think. He's not very old. I, I, I want to say he's like 25, 26 at, at the most. Yeah, no, he's not He's not old by no means. Um, currently playing out of his skin. He's so fucking good, man. Yeah. He's, so, he's so flashy. And maybe maybe for international teams, you don't necessarily want that. You want a little more stability, a little more security. Yeah. So I get that. But, but he, a player he's like with that. his quality, though, he can he can really change a game on a dime. And and I think the game has moved away from rewarding those type of players because we think of, we think of like these workhorses these days, like your Brendan Aronson. <laughs> yeah, your Brendan Aronson. Even Antoine Griezmann, who, who's famously very like high. End. Oh my God, they have his hattie. They look good. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Vasquez. Nice little counter. Oh, that, oh yeah. Um, but the play leading up to it was direct. Yeah, it was a nice little counter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but going back to what we were saying now, I mean, it's it's true. It's you know, yeah. for me, Maximin is a guy that you can throw into the early two thousands, and you wouldn't know the difference because of his yeah. steez. You know, he's a no. I was gonna say like Joga Bonito type. Yeah, you know? I was gonna say he's like a Ronaldinho kind of yeah. player where you you let him cook. It's nice. Yeah. yeah, that was a good. That was a good service. Wow. Um. Yeah, it, it's it's harsh on, on Sam Maximin, but uh, I would say if there was injuries to anyone up top, he would definitely have to get first, at the very least second, you know, dibs on that. I understand Dembele being ahead of him. Totally yeah, understand no, that. I mean, Mbappe, I understand it. Yeah. Griezmann, I think, is a guy He's that earned can it, compete. I think. I, I but Griezmann is Griezmann. Griezmann yeah. has his legacy within the, the national team. But I think Giroud also is getting called up. No, Giroud is. Giroud, Giroud is really the the, main, the actual nine that is actually a nine on that team. Because after him, like, I mean, there's a steep drop-off. You guys, you got guys like Alassane Plea. Uh, it's just, there's not much right now. Obviously, Benzema is, is the name I'm forgetting at the moment. Yeah. But, you know, he's currently going through a bit of a knock. Yeah, so he's not with the team. Yeah, yeah. Because so like, otherwise... You know, that list starts to make more sense. Well, yeah, you start to think, <laughs> why is Maximin not on it? It's like, well, yeah, we, we haven't even included him. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy to think. But, I, you know, I don't know if he has any other nations that he can represent. That would be fun. I don't know. I don't know. But if you're France, you want to keep 
Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, I would. I want to see right now what's his... Uh... Oh, so he's he's actually never played an official match for the national team. And he's only played for the U21s seven times that he played. Um, so that's pretty crazy. Ah, oh, man. See, the thing is, like, his his uh back his country background like say like his uh his pedigree leads back to French Guianese and Guadalupin. <laughs> nah, man, I say if like, you can put your head down, try to represent France, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, like I, it's it's we'll very noble. It's very noble when you're like a Obama Yang type guy where you're gonna represent Gabon. Yes, but you're not gonna do anything with those teams, <laughs> and. and like it, it's hard to to tell somebody what they feel passionate for, but yeah, because that's an intimate thing. I, I, I don't know how strongly you feel about Gabon because I know he's like half Spanish. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, whatever. Yeah, interesting little tidbit. Though. I wanted to get that in because I feel like people are becoming privy to him now. I think he's more known than he ever has been, and rightfully so. And he's had a great you know, start. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of my favorite players at the moment uh, in the league that doesn't play for my own team. And, and before um, before we start getting into the whole uh, international window, um, there's one perfect team in the top five European uh, leagues right now. They've won all their matches, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in Europe and in their own league. Mm-hmm. Can you guess who that is? No, I have no clue, actually. One perfect team. Like, record-wise. Yeah, no, I'm not sure, actually. Uh, no, Are you I, taking I, the piss? No, I'm, I'm being serious. I am not. I haven't really followed up on that. Real Madrid. Oh, I didn't know that. Because I feel like so many times this year, they have, they've they at least had, tied a game. Because I know they've been down, like, a yeah. few times. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't even know that. Because I haven't really been looking at the uh, I, table. I don't know if, we're, if we don't... I don't know if we have too many clean sheets. We have a couple, but we, we do get scored on quite a bit. But, uh... Well, a bit in terms of like getting scored on at all, but yeah, perfect, perfect season so far, nine and zero. Man, not bad, not bad. Um, so uh, there, there was a stat out there where it was like Barcelona have the most goals and yeah, this and that. Uh, but it, or and the least goals conceded, which is actually a huge improvement for Barcelona. They look okay right now. They honestly, they look like they can give any team a, a good run. Except you know, Bayern looks like they, they just have work. the fucking uh, antidote for Barcelona. Yeah. Lately. But yeah, no, I man, I love I love the way that 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 Real Madrid is clicking, and um, I don't want to say that that they're necessarily better, but there's a lot of there's a lot more faith and security within the team, and there's depth now. I think yeah. I think more than before, except in certain positions. And right now, like you said, Benzema is injured, and you know at the nine. But there's players filling in, scoring goals. Rodrigo has actually come up on that. But um, yeah, man, it's a it's a it's a good time right now. What would you say has been their most like convincing result, like that you you remember so far out of those nine? Uh, the. Um, I feel like I haven't seen enough of that from them, uh, although impressive. No, don't get me wrong. I no, I don't, yeah. I no, feel like I don't I'm used to seeing more like outplayed. No, no, but you know, I'm I'm just every season I'm used to a lot of three, four nils, you know, five nils sometimes. But I feel like yeah, it's not as it's not as frequent at the moment, and maybe that's a good sign for the league as a whole. 
Well, a lot of a lot of players are scoring now. Vinicius has five league goals as it stands, so he he's been the constant. Valverde's turned up a level. Yeah, I think I think he should. I hear that, but Iago Aspas, Borja Iglesias, yeah. Lewandowski. I mean, there's still guys ahead of yeah, him. Yeah, no, yeah, Valverde. You're not. He, he he's not going to get more than twelve goals in the season, right? But well, he's looking like it right now. He's scoring a lot. Yeah, 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 but I think he's scored three games in a row, and he's got like three or four goals in the season. So you know, he's scoring a lot for for his position, but it's it's what he does. You know, to build up play, yeah, to, you know, move, to push attack forward, the goals are just to bonus. recover ball. I mean, he kind of does everything in a match. Someone, someone said, uh, uh, um, uh, what the fuck is his name? Ancelotti plays a, you know, a, a four four three two, and then let Valverde do whatever the fuck he wants because he's <laughs> up and down the pitch. Sometimes he's lower than the deep lying. Uh, Central attacker. Then he's bringing up the ball. Then he's there finishing it. Then he's at the end making the last pass. So the the guy's really doing everything. He's got the highest motor you can tell. Yeah, like he's he's just like he's he's Conte with with passing with shooting and his his shooting ability is pretty is, good. Is really good because he's shooting really really well with both feet. Um, so I, I think he's impressed me the most. And then Chouameni's. I feel like Valverde though, like Fucking I could, I feel so like we could have said this two years ago, you know, like seriously, because I, I remember watching him like in yeah. even like El Clasico from like two years ago. I think he started on the wing. And I'm like, this guy's fucking like he does everything, you know. Yeah. I think now that that there's been some regression with Modric and and uh, and close. <sighs> I, I don't even I, I can't even say that about those guys because they're still playing really well. They, they are, they're but they're not as good so as good. they used to be. I, I have to uh, say, I think I think they're still like they've kept the level that they had last season. I, but they, they can't I, be I just, avail- as available as they've. I, I they've guess had. I guess it's a yeah. good thing that that we have Chuameni, Kakamavinga, and Valverde to let them be able to not have to um, rely on their legs. Well, all those guys much. you mentioned right now, have, for me, have been the best midfielders that you guys have had. I think Cross and Modric have done what's expected, right? But I just feel like. I think it's a good sign. It's nothing. I mean, there's a moment where, like, obviously, they're even talking about Modric. I mean, not Modric. Uh, Kroos having to possibly play a deeper role now, you know, to, to make up for that spot. And, and he might not be too happy with that, but we don't know. I think it's slowly starting to emerge as that's your guys' yeah. midfield. And and that's why I think Valverde is having an amazing season because well, he's playing more minutes well, than he has. Before. He has, but he's he's also increased his level in in everything that he's doing. Uh, and he's gonna be a big he's gonna be a big part of the Uruguay team. They really need that. Oh, dude, him, yeah, man. I don't. I think think it's too big of a job for him alone. Oh yeah, no. When when you hear that uh, Uruguay is a dark horse, I I cannot tolerate that. I mean, I think a dark horse has to be a wild prediction, you know. Yeah, I think oh, so. A, it's like a, a dark fringe. horse. A dark horse is a team that you wouldn't expect to win. It, the it, it's a it's a hot take, but there there also is some merit to. It. It's like, well, you got him, you got him, you got okay, yeah, uh, that makes sense. Like Belgium for the longest time was a dark horse. That makes total sense. And it never and it never panned out. Yeah, ne- yeah it, it never yeah it never materialized, but. Why? What do they have that you can say is like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Pretty good, pretty good defense, I will say. They have a decent, decent they have goalkeeper. A decent defense. Uh, the midfield is actually pretty good. It's they okay. Have Valverde. Torreira, Valverde. They have well, Valverde. They have um, oh, fuck. I I just had the name. Oh um, 
plays for for Spurs. What's his name? Betancourt. Betancourt. Uh, and then Darwin Nunez. They still have uh, Cavani, Suarez. They still have those guys who are who, effective, who, who are who can turn a game, you know, around in in a second. And they have passion. Not to sure, say that no other team sure, has it, but you sure. know, with with those like South America, this South America team reminds me they just have a bit of Chile. You they, know, they do have like that 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 edge to them, that that bit of like Colmillo where they they can kind of figure it out. But I I don't know if I consider them dark horses. I mean, I'll tell you, USA this, is people, a dark horse. USA is uh, a proper dark horse. No, no, I don't think so. U- USA is a proper we, dark. We don't horse, have man. a world class player like Uruguay does. And I, when I mean world class, I'm talking about he's in contention for I best know, but, at his position. But you guys, but okay, Uruguay has a couple of world class players. I mean, but uh, big holes everywhere. Oh, there, there's certain team, holes that team, we'd fill. Team, team by team, we produce mediocre. Team, team for team, US is a bit stronger. I, I think. Look, like I think the the level in variance in the US team in terms of depth is good, um, but the level's not there, man. It's just not there. Like I'm you saying, you don't have a Valverde or, or Nunez, but or a Suarez or a or a Jimenez. We don't have I'm a center gonna, back. I'm not, gonna, like, I'm not gonna rely on on Suarez though. No, but he's still he's still he can like, turn the game very, around. He can turn easily, the game around. Yeah, easily. in a yeah. World Cup, it's just I, I I can't think of any. It's like it reminds me of Middleslap close in his last World Cup. You're like you know this guy's old, but <laughs> something's gonna it. happen. It's just he's something's still, gonna fucking I don't know, happen. Something yeah. about it, but I think the U.S. can be a dark horse as well. But I think they're a proper their, dark horse. Their odds are bad though. The way, the way that football is though, the way that football is now, where it's a high octane discipline. Press, uh, you organization, know, just physical. Um, U.S. has that over a lot of teams, over over some teams that you might even consider uh, good contenders. I mean, there's I'm not, I can't deny it. it they are, yeah, but it's just like. Are you saying it just to not jinx it? Are, oh are, no no no! I, I don't want to win this one because you're always the cock of the walk when it comes to the U.S. Oh, I am, but it's like, dude, I we we have so many questions that we still have to answer and. And Pulisic hasn't been playing, man. I think that's, that's, that's I think a, that's important. And that's arguably our best player. And if he can't even get a start at a top European club, I can't rely on Gio Reyna. He can't stay healthy. Brendan so, Aronson is very good. A, actually, so like now, now that there's Graham Potter at Chelsea, and say he, because we don't know yet, but say Pulisic can't find a consistent role in that team. Are you ready to to say okay, this is not your level, son? Like you? No, no, not at all. Not no, at all. no, no. I think he needs to go to another team before we come to that kind of assumption. You know, I think. But it would be about four managers that have concluded the same thing. No, no. I mean, on on Chelsea, yes. At Chelsea, but I I could have told you the same thing about De Bruyne at Chelsea, and he went to he went back to Germany, balled out again, broke the assist record. Came back yeah, to England. Yeah, I but, think it's a system. Thing. Yeah, but in that same time, but Pulisic has been at Chelsea in that time frame, and he's he scored some important goals that he's, were pivotal he, in in title chasing, you know, runs. Yeah, but, but I, my, I agree. He's he's underwhelmed, but I don't think it's the end all be all if it doesn't work at Chelsea because the experience there has been so toxic from the beginning. It's very hard to even envision him having well, a great he, season he there. He had a lot of minutes when Lampard was there. And that was his best season, arguably. Well, he's and then and then little by little that dwindled down and then Lampard got sacked. Well, also he, we kept getting in, he, kept, he kept getting he kept getting injured. That's what that's what really messed him up. And then Tuchel came. 
Tuchel had a year and a half there, and and uh, I I think I think if um, if Grant Potter can't find a role for him or or doesn't give him consistent time, and, and you mentioned De Bruyne as an example, Salah as well. Yeah, and what and what happened with them? They they did go to to lesser, like lower level teams. They yeah. Didn't go, they didn't go to Juve or or fucking Bayern. They went to. Wolfsburg and they went still to, uh, European Roma. play though yeah yeah sure but and like, Chelsea today let's make no mistake they're not this big entity that we're making them out to be because clearly they have a lot of problems and it's not do. it's not only been showed in Champions League in the Prem too yeah yeah I, well, I think that, we need to stop well, the that's, that's due to the to the management yeah so like, and I can expect so, a, a player to play good under so, mismanagement I, I guess I guess that's my point is like are, are we ready to say that maybe maybe Pulisic should find a team within that sort of level where he can get playing time. I think so, but I've been saying that for years. I, I don't think it makes a difference. But my only my only thought now is I think he genuinely will do well under under Graham Potter. I think that he will play him more, and I think if he can stay healthy, he can be a magnificent player on the team. He's shown glimpses of it. He could just never stay healthy or win over the managers. And we have to remember that the people that he is competing with are also... World Near class. world class or world class. Or top players, yeah. And, you know, I think it's difficult just to pin it on Chelsea. Like you said, I think if, if he were to go, he can go maybe like a notch down, uh, like AC Milan. I think he'd do well there, you know. Um, teams like that, don't get me wrong. Salah went to Roma and, and to Fiorentina and, and, you know, applied his trade there and became who he is now. Arguably one of the best African players ever, you know. Undeniably, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, but it's just you never know, and I, th- I, I'm not ready to shut the door on Christian Pulisic. I think it would be a, a breath of fresh air if no, he could it, leave. It would be interesting. It would be interesting to see what trajectory he takes. But I, I would just say at at the moment, it would it would be good for him to maybe concede that. Yeah, he wants to prove himself, or or to show that that while he's not there right now, you can get there a little bit later. Have an amazing season somewhere else. We know how football is. Yeah. You have one great season, everyone's licking your feet. Yeah, that's how it is. Um, so, yeah, I guess, yeah, let's get into uh, the international break a bit. Um, and we, we you, you were talking about this uh, before we started that uh, it's probably the most important break that we've talked about. Um, you know, for us, usually the international break is an inconvenience, but now we were able to see what idea managers have for um, for the uh, damn. That was a good goal. Come on, man! At least somebody's got. Oh yeah, Mimas. It's funny because their colorways look similar. Yeah, I know. I was like, uh, wait, hold on. Who am I celebrating right now? Ah, uh, um, surely Mexico's team yet. Yeah. Uh, He's a bit of a smug one, isn't he? He has a Mexico headband. And a and Nashville jersey. And a Nashville shirt. And scarf. You think he's taking the piss? That brother, that brother's confused. Great dink, wasn't that? Nice, nice little dink. Currently, uh, we just threw on Nashville versus America. Oh, uh, it's Jonathan Dos Santos. No kidding, huh? Hey, well, the kid still got something. Fruit doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? <laughs> uh, currently, Nashville up 2-1, 38th minute, first half. Wow, I'm quite enjoying wow. these games. Wow. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, uh, oh, and Chivas lost to uh, Cincinnati 3-1. Uh, 
No shame in it. God damn, Yankees. Oh, hopefully, I think my pitcher was out already. I think the... Hopefully, he, he smacked up the relievers. Come on, Aaron Judge. Break the record. Um, so, uh, for the for the international teams, I, I guess the ones that matter the most to us is Mexico and, um, and, and U.S. Yes. A- and there's a similar sort of issue there because... U.S. doesn't really have a solid nine because none of them are that good, but there's a lot of options. And Mexico has a couple of options, but none of them have shown to really stand out. It's weird. Yeah. It's very similar situations. Um, so I guess we'll start with Mexico because it's it's a little less convoluted and, and there's less players. Um, but I, I guess we can say that, that, uh, Tata Martino has ruled out Chicharo and Vela. Vela has been made unavailable, made himself unavailable to the national team. So I don't know why, why that was even in, in, um, in discussion. And, um, and Chicharo, he's had a good year and a half or so scoring wise, so a lot of people have been asking why he has been involved, and uh, Tata's outright said, "Oh yeah, he's not involved, and he's not in the plan." So that that's that. So that I leaves gone. I I was gonna say I just wish he would be more. He would have more candor with his answer. I, I I'm not satisfied with that answer. If I'm if I'm a Mexico fan, seriously, I'm not. I I, I think that's a that's a cop out. I would ask him, tell me who is better than him. He could mention Jimenez, possibly. You're not going to tell me Orbelin's better than him. And some of these other guys, I know Funes Mori is his lapdog, and probably, he probably loves him, but I, I just don't get it. You know, I, I think it's a, it's a terrible send-off for a legend, you know? It, it seriously well, doesn't make sense. the goal scorer ever. It, it's just really well, it's baffling. And, and Chicharito brings more than, than goals. He brings more than his stats and all that shit. Oh, what a save. Fuck. Yeah. Fact, um, I was gonna say too. You know what this reminds me of a lot is uh, Klinsman leading Donovan out of the, the last World Cup round and bringing in Julian Green instead. And in hindsight, it was a dickhead move. Despite Julian Green scoring an important goal in the later stages, I think we really could have benefited from having a guy like Donovan. Uh, despite having a, a poor team compared to what we have these days, I mean, it, I, for me, it does kind of rub me the wrong way as a. As somebody who's kind of rooting for Concacaf as a whole, it's a it's a bit of a kind of like a slap in the face. But you know, well, the idea that you're not going to entertain the idea—God uh, forbid any injuries happen—I wonder if he would even consider it then. No, it's it's fucked no, up. No, it's no, fucked no. Up. Well, at that point, you you surmise. Okay, that's fucking personal. Yeah, it's a personal. It's a personal gripe. You're able to say, is. okay, well, well, what happened or what is going on there and. and and as fans, as the public, all that bullshit, you, you kind of deserve to know. Like, why Why not? Like, like, let's press you. Give me a solid answer. And for you to say, well, he's not in my plan. Okay, plans don't always go according to plan. You know, things things just don't work out always. So tell me what... ¿Qué es el pedo? Yeah. ¿Qué onda? 
¿Qué pedo, cabrón? ¿Qué pedo, pues? Tell, tell me. ¿Cuál tell es tu me, pedo fucker? con chicharro, güey? Tell, tell me. Dami, dime, verga. Ah, uh, sí, Sagrafalo. <laughs> I think that's, we have to, like, waterboard them and... Yeah, nah, tell, tell me why. <laughs> or, or, or Chicharro, be straight up. Or, like, and, and I've talked about the whole, like, issue or the possible issue that he might have with the rest of the players of that generation. But I, I think we, we need a solid answer as to why not. Because, like you said, God forbid some injuries happen. And one or two players aren't available. What then? Because we already got Tecatito who's going to be out. He's going to be like, ah, oh, mm, tenemos uh, jugadores que estamos viendo en la, en la Liga, Me eh, Liga Mexicana. Yeah, yeah, then he'll call up fucking uh, Henry Martin or something. Oh, uh, well, that, that's a, he's, he's decent. Oh, he, I, I yeah, he's actually being considered. But uh, anyway, so right now for Mexico, uh, the consideration is, uh, is uh, Raul Jimenez, who's the shoe-in, I guess. Yeah. And then, um, and then Henry Martin, who plays for America. Um, Not bad. Uh, Funes Mori. And then the leading goal scorer of the Europa League is uh, uh, San Santi Jimenez. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know I had to add that. I had to add some sauce to it, man. Yeah, yeah. I, no. I need to make him sound good. No, Because I, I actually think that he's the best of the four. I don't think so, but I think he's good. He's I the least proven, but he's the best. Talent-wise. I don't... I mean, look, and I, this is not to, to rain on his parade. I, I'm happy for the season he's having, but I could have told you the same thing about Subachu at one point. PFOC. I don't think it's it's a, immediately a... Like you say, it's not... Goals don't mean you're a great player, but I think he'd be valuable. He's definitely valuable for your team. I'm just not quite convinced by him yet. The same way that I, I could feel that way about, you know, PFOC and... And even uh, Pepe, who, by the way, scored for Groningen first time in fucking ages... Uh, nice goal, by the way. Something that you never would have seen at fucking uh, Augsburg. <laughs> but I think it's it's still too early to surmise that. But there's nobody better, really. I think he to say he's better than Jimenez is is unfair. That's my thing. In terms of talent and skill, it's it's unfair. But I'll yeah, say no, he's, no, no, it is, it I, I reckon is. he's second best for sure. I don't well, mind I mean, saying we, that. We know we know what Jimenez can do. So okay, maybe maybe that was a little too forward. <laughs> so I'll take that back. But. It, but going forward in, you know, three, four years, I think we'll see definitely who Santi Jimenez is. And, uh, and Raul Jimenez, I, he deserves that. I think he deserves a starting spot um, or, or at least a significant spot in, in, the, in the attack. Um, he hasn't really shown a whole lot for it. it it's more of a respect thing and more, more of a knowledge that he, he's still going to be a focal point. Yeah, um, uh, I don't. And like you said, Funes Mori happens to be uh, Tata's. I don't know, chosen boy right now. Whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I actually really like Funes Mori, but I don't even think he's been available in the last, in the in recent times, just due to injury. So that that one's a little bit more puzzling. Why he's just. Definitely getting uh, attention versus uh, Chicharito sort of thing. Because they're also a very similar age. Cheech. It's not like fucking Funes Mori is 27, 28. But he has that Argentine tax. <sighs> and that's and that's the that's the common denominator that people are, are very against. And I don't necessarily think that... The, Funes Mori is decent, though. He's not a he's bad a good, player. No, he's a good player, and he's an aerial threat. And in tournaments, set pieces are, are, are very important. I guess football in general, it's important. But, you know, when... You know when a set piece can can uh, define the the trajectory of your uh, tournament, 
Why not? And he's a good finisher. Um, yeah, I think um, I think Mexico. I, I was looking at their lineup, and they're not as bad as I thought they might be. Like they're not in bad shape, but uh, missing out on Tecatito. Tecatito. That, that 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 can actually prove to be significant. No, yeah, easily. I think when when that front line is you know Chucky Tecatito Jimenez. I mean, well, that front line to me never really proved to that it actually works. It was never impressive to me. But there's never a there's not a better bet at the moment. I mean, right? You can't, and that's the thing is you can't afford to to bench either e- either one of those guys. Yeah. Ideally, Lainez would have been the guy. Pero ese maganda de pajero. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the situation is with Betis because every time he comes off from Mexico, he's a spark. Yeah. Every time he's come on, he, he does he does something. To be fair, Pulisic's cut from the same cloth. It seems. Mm-hmm. It's weird. And yeah, yeah, they have a similar skill set. Um, Come on. Uh, so uh, moving on to USA, man, I, and I know that this one's a little closer to home to you, so I'll, I'll let you take reins on it. And um, so t- tell me, tell me what's 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 uh, what's up with the US? Who who should go? Who should stay? Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. But I'm gonna just say this: like, I'm gonna just start with the pros because I feel but like. If you, but if but if you tell me who's gonna go, you gotta tell me where they are on the lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's my Alala is coming out. At least so. 11. At least on the 11. Yeah, and that's true. Ah, he does say that. Man. But I think right now, the greens, the good, you know, the up is we got some solid play from Brendan Aronson. I think he's been our best player in Europe. You can't afford to not let him go. Yeah, he, he's a starter in my book even. And then Gio Reyna, nice to have him back. Weston McKinney, off to a good start after, like, questionable injuries. And now the bad. Well, the bad is Pulisic is not playing. He seems to be in the doghouse. That might get revived with Graham Potter. All right. But you can always rely on his skill on the team, I think. He's plug and play. He's ready whenever. You got to remember, even Burhalter doesn't feel the need to start him all the time. Brings him on as a sub in one of the U.S.'s most important games against their biggest rival. Boom, brings him on. Okay, the number nine is the biggest problem right now, the biggest question. The answers are Pifak, Pepe, Sargent, Brandon Vasquez, Ferreira. That's the house, five. You build it five points. I think the guy that, that is leading is, is PFOC. He did not get called to this camp, and he was offended, I could tell. And they asked Burhalter about it, and he says, we can tell he's doing well, but we got to give these other guys a chance. But it's also a schematic thing. Yeah, I was so about now to say that. He's getting, to say. He's, getting, he's getting a lot of stick from media, and, and I was just watching Hercules Gomez talk about this yesterday. So the thing is that that schematic play that he's trying to implement, which is impressive and all, it's not always fluid for for international football. And sometimes you have to work with your best talent and in the form that they present themselves. And and so that's 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 what Burhalter has cut out. And I think currently I have no real but, like conviction or confidence. But in that's that also position. the thing that I was getting to is I I agree with both sides where it's it's a manager has a tactical plan. They they have a structure on how they want to play. They have the actions that they've been working on. And there's also the talent pool. Like how can you not call up Saint Maximilian? It's ridiculous. You're that's, not he's he's better than Kings of Coman. He's better than a lot of those guys. But the 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 camps that they've had together for these international breaks over the last two, three seasons, 
the the actions that they get used to, the, the plays that they're running with each other, that, that that chemistry, not just in the locker room, but the chemistry on the field. Yes, you don't play with them every every window, but you also get have been familiar with them because you've you've played, you know, I guess Euros, uh, Nations League with them. So you so you get to know these guys. So I I I give a little more credit to the guys that have been getting the call up for the last two or three seasons versus a guy that's having a, a decent beginning of uh, uh, of the year right now. Yeah, yeah, and I, I hear and, you. And that's not to say that Pfaff's not good or that he hasn't been performing good because obviously he did really well in in um, Sweden. Yeah, but, and ha- has started very well in Germany at a, in a harder yeah. league in a bad team. Yeah, um, and he's currently top five in the league scoring. Mm-hmm. Not to mention he has Champions League goals <laughs> under his name. He has Europa League goals under his name from last season. I think he's. I mean, he's a shoe in. He's got to be our starter. I, I think. I, I think it. it it has a lot of weight to it. I also think this guy's bum. Ferreira? Yeah. I think, yeah, he's he's, he, he's the odd man now. He's, he, I think he's going to get left behind. I love the story. MLS kid. Dad played for Colombia. I love it. It's cool. But that guy's the answer. Josh Sargent having a great season as well, by the way, <laughs> in Norwich. See, he gets to call over Pifok, though. And that, he's playing at Norwich. But he also has more experience with the national team. That he does, and he also is more fluid with the ball. He's but he's a better, he's a more technical guy. Uh, slightly. Pifok is is a nine, bro. I don't, I don't think of a technician when I think of Josh Josh uh, Sargent. Well, I have to send you that video of him dinking the ball in for Pepe because <laughs> you send, send that to me, oh, that was, and, and I'll do brilliant. a wank, and I'll do a wank over it. A wink symbol, not an actual wink. Now, now you want me to wink? Uh, you want me to wink over a pass? Uh, look at, at Chuameni to uh, Rodrigo this weekend. Ah, uh, see, that's yeah. that's box office for you. That's yeah. daily for De Bruyne. Ah, well. Tell you what. Oh, look, see, this is exactly what we're talking about right now. By the way, Brandon Vasquez, I didn't even include him because... And, ha- and Haji Wright, uh, I don't know, think he's in. You know, as good as they might be, no. Uh, a, at the moment, it's probably Pfaff, Pepe, and Sargent. Yeah, at, at 100%. 100%. Nine, but, only, but probably only two of those are going to make it. Like, to, well, to actually play and shit. Well, yeah, yeah, to make the team sheet fit, yeah. Well, the the thing about Sargent, I think he still make the team because he can operate as a winger. But I think those three you mentioned are the guys that make it then, in. Then it's P-Fuck and Pepe. Oh, at the nine, uh, specifically. As far yeah. as skill goes. Oh, well. Skill and talent. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, 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 a, it's a crazy dynamic because we have guys that we know are talented but haven't shown it, a.k.a. Pepe. We have guys that maybe aren't as, talent, as talented P-Fuck has the most goals to show, and Sargent, who's kind of a, a mix of both. And this is not even considering that Tim Weah still can operate in that space, too, if need be. Who's better than all those guys? Oh, well, yeah. He's not even in this because we kind of, like, know. He's just yeah, has PSG product and, and whatnot. Well, no, he's, he's, he's just better. He's legit, yeah. He's just better, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's... But, and, then, and then that's also assuming that these guys even get playing time because USA can afford to play with the false nine. Yeah, and and th- that's when the whole PFOC thing is like, well, then how useful can he be? Because he's not a good false nine. He's just a str- like, that, strictly that's, a... that's in the last like twenty five thirty minutes where you need a goal. Yeah, yeah, um, but that's that's our biggest problem. But, but I think the midfield it, is sorted. It, uh, you know, <sighs> our midfield is done. The, right the way now. the football is right now is, uh, you know, we're we're so like obsessed with the false nine because of how Barcelona operated it. We forget that Barcelona operated it with the best player so we we automatically think if a team doesn't have a proper nine 
as it's known, which like I've said, and, and it's coming true, the nine is becoming popular again. Slightly, yeah, slightly, I think. It, it, little by little, it's coming back into I prominence. I think Holland is the guy that really... I mean, Lewandowski too, but Lewandowski has, and Kane have so much more to their game as far as building up. I think, like, just a brute number nine, like the Shearers that used to be and, and guys Giroud. like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, but no, I think it's, that it's, style is more good. In, it's it's more better in, in international play. Uh, uh, Mitrovic. Yeah. You know, the, the list goes on. And like but, now we have, like, the Vlahovic. Are we sold on Mitrovic yet? <laughs> ah, shit. I mean, like, he, he's top five, though. Top five prem. Uh, Scoring-wise. Uh, yeah, scoring wise, he's he's got a decent amount. Um, it's not going to hold up, and I've been telling everybody that that's asking me. I think uh, he's I think he's uh he's decent, he's a tricky little player. <laughs> well, no, actually, no, he's not tricky at all. He's not tricky. That that's yeah. the motherfucker that steals and doesn't he, know how to how to like fucking hide it. Like <laughs> it's like it's my boy's clear. He just stole. Like he, if he's trying to go and score, everybody's monitoring him. He's just a brute, though. You know, he's like uh, how long? He, he's going to eat. He's going to eat. He gets the ugly goals, too. He can't not eat. Yeah. But he's not going to eat enough for you to be, like, he's he's undoubtedly, like, a top player. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, So, yeah, I mean, the the situation in the U.S. is more or less resolved. It's just, in my opinion, it's got to be PFOC and Pepe. And, yeah, sorry, Sergeant, you can't make it, but, you know. No, he makes a team, though. I think he still makes the team. Uh, I mean, the, the can, guy that can gets they sacrificed. Really, can they really take three forwards? Well, not at one time, but as like a sub. To the you World know? Cup. Yeah, yeah, they can. Well, all right. Well, there it is. I think, those are I the think three they players. Can. Well, th- those are the three, and then there's a nice like gap in between. I think if Daryl DK would have stayed healthy, he would have been very similar to PFOC, but he's just been injury prone since the get-go. They're the same so, player. You know, so it's like... Uh, um, I mean... It, Considering all the other positions and how full they may be with their backups, that that's why I said only two of them can make it. It's a twenty-three man. Oh, I get. Oh, it's twenty-five this year. Well, yeah. Not only that, but I mean, like, you know, it's that looked like your boy Kevin. Uh, oh, dude. Can I can I rewind it? Oh no, wait, I can't. Which Kevin? Uh, Kevin, the, Kevin. Uh, Oh man, oh, I wish I wish you could have seen it because it looked just like him. He, he was there. He was a he was a Nashville fan too. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Kev's a, he actually does visit Tennessee often. By the way, it's funny. Wait, that was out of town. Ah, that's actually yeah. <laughs> not yeah. But uh, that that's that's the biggest thing. I think our midfield is sorted. Ah, I'm Mc, sorted. McKenny Musa. I mean, oh yeah, that, that that's immovable. Well, Adams. Yeah, but if we're working with a proper nine, then that has to leave Gio Reyna out. No, and I think it does. Unless you want to throw him on the wing, which he can't play. Not. But Bernardo's not a wing, and he can run it. He can, but when you have proper wings, why would you? It's like saying if your wing is Cabral. Well, and then I guess I guess if you're trying to implement that sort of style, then you can play like a staggered sort of um, you know four four two sort of thing where you have one wing and one deep line player and a striker or two two strikers and one guy one striker and one guy kind of 
like in a Lautaro Martinez type position. Then, well, that's then, the thing. Then, that, then you can make it work. No, Gio Reyna, I think they, in some of the. But you're not getting uh, you're not getting action on the flanks. Yeah, well, then that's what I was gonna say like he doesn't necessarily have to be on the flank because some of the prototype lineups that they've made have like Adams out or Musa out or McKenny out. One any one of them, I would I would lean with Adams, and it's two pivots with. Uh, Gio Reyna as the central attacking can mid. You, can can USA afford to not have Adams' ball recovering ability? Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think they can only because Musa can I, I, do and, that. And, as and well. that's where I think Adams is a little more important than Weston McKinney. Weston McKinney is good at getting you forward, but if he's a great defender too, though he's really good. He, all he is, but I, I think I, I think. Adams' ability to distribute and, and to recover balls is slightly better than McKinney. McKinney is going to be covering space. But he also wins balls back, though. Uh, He's very good. He, he does. He does. And, and but the other two, I think, are better at it. And then McKinney's a better attacker. So it's like well, he's it, good it balances at set pieces out. And, stuff. and he has a good strike there, there's, outside the box. There's... Uh, uh, I mean, his set pieces are really good. That that alone is is important. Yeah, he, in he just happens to find the fucking ball, man. Like, um, but I like, mean, I, I think McKenney's undroppable for me. Uh, it's just I can't see a, a, a lineup without him. It sounds wild, yeah. It sounds it's wild to crazy. not have him. And, but, and but even that's, then, that's just me. Gio Reyna sits. That's just for me. me before if, him. if if I wanted to add some attacking flair or some sauce, I put. I put uh, Weston McKinney, and, I'm sorry, uh, Tyler Adams and Eunice Musa in a sort of double pivot role and let Giovanni Reina cook. But that's the thing, that McKinney can play that role as well. He's, Which role? He, he has been a defensive mid before. Yeah, no, I, he, I get it. And I think he's better than Adams. That's what, all I'm saying. As, as great as Adams is, I still think like uh, not only the, the attacking, but even the yeah. technicality. McKenny's dribble, think, dribbling is better than any of those guys that we just mentioned. Yunus Musa is a well, very Yunus good dribbler. Well, Yunus Musa is a direct dribbler. He's, he's a very good dribbler. But as far as like tight ball control, uh, nah, none of the midfielders compare, unless we're tying Gio Reyna. But Gio Reyna isn't running the length of the pitch to cover on a tackle either. No, no, you don't want to. And McKenny, I think, I think either McKenny or Adams are good. Musa also starts just because he's such an athlete. I, I, think, I think out of the three, Musa's got the highest potential and... and I wouldn't say he's the best, but he's up there for sure. It, I, it's a very with, with even his qualities. His qualities to me right now are are going to be more beneficial than than either um, uh, Adams or or, or McKenny. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't know if you can that. go wrong with any one of those three. Right? Well, those that, those so you guys can, are... you can pick any of those three players. And then add Geo to to the point of the triangle. Yeah. To let him create attack. Yeah. Um, and I'm also. I'm not gonna like this, but I like cl- Luke de, Luca de la Torre a lot, and I think he can exist in certain scenarios where we're gonna need like he, more of a register. He's more guy. of like a he's more of like a deep line type player, though. Yeah, but you know, you in want, some games you need if, that. If you want him, if you want him to have the ball, it can't be past like that 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 middle third. Uh, I don't know. I, he, he's, he's he's more so, of like a distributing really type player, like a, I, I guess like a like a Gerard or or Skulls type player, where he's not necessarily in that final third to create the last pass. But yeah, you lose a lot of athleticism. Like a Jorginho, I guess. Yeah, he's yeah. like a yeah, he's like a budget Jorginho. 
Yeah, yeah, but that could still be valuable for us. It is. It but is like for for teams that press. Yeah. For for teams that press, and if you find yourself trying to be press resistant, yeah, sure, sure, that that, that definitely has a function. That's my midfield five, though, and then you know defenders. Ah, it's such a tricky. Luca Del Torre made it to the team. He's on the roster right now, okay. but I mean, I you know after all those midfielders that we've mentioned, I think he's pretty much there. Uh, fringe guy for sure. He probably won't see a lot of game time. But Good yeah. option. Yeah, he's decent. He's decent. Obviously, Anthony Robinson, no you, comparison. You, uh, but uh, you know, and and the sicko and me, because I, I'm not necessarily with the whole current era of football, but the sicko and me would love to see a a midfield type with with that sort of player. Like you have a Tyler Adams or a Weston McKinney, and then you stick a Luca De La Torre, and then a, a Gio Reyna. And let those guys just be d- destroy midfields and, and defenses. The, the the key player there, I think, is Gio because he can also get into the final third and and. But he can also could, drop back too. Barely, barely. I mean, I mean, he's not uh, dropping well, back he's not, possession he's not gonna, wise. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not gonna. He's not gonna come back and defend. A whole no, not lot, to, but, yeah, not to defend. But, uh, but like Bernardo does it a lot too. Like where well, he I mean, he he thing. does the defensive part as well. But but that's like, different. Grade. Well, he's one of the best players in the world. Brendan Aronson starts on the left wing for me. And, and then the further sickle in me would have a four-four-two, where you don't have three midfielders. You have four midfielders that are creating havoc. Oh, what a oh, goal! I just knew as soon as it was hit, bro. Pa, pa. Is that Layun? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, that, that. <laughs> yes, sir. Wait, dude, this is America, Kenny. bro. That's Layun. I knew as soon as it was hit, yeah. it just looked Yeah, good. it just had that. It had that strike. I love that. I love this game. Mira, papa. Y le pegó con verga. Oh, yeah. hey, standing still, just like nothing. Just boom. That guy's got a cannon. Yeah, I want to see the angle from... Uh, oh, there we go. Oh. Yeah, it just stayed... I see muerto. I see. I see. I see nada más en el aire. Captain's armband, yeah, uh, America man. legend. Miguel Ayun, yeah, that's one of Mexico's uh, prodigies. Crown jewels, Watford legend. <laughs> yeah, Porto legend. Um, Orto. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, no, the the, the further sicko in me would love it. Aronson, Luca de la Torre, you know, Aronson, Gio Reyna, and Tyler Adams midfield. Oh no, oh uh, Yunus Musa midfield. And, and, and that midfield. That midfield runs runs other teams deep. You just got to figure that that the two striker partnership would uh, would complement each other very very well. And, and I would think like a Pulisic Pulisic Pfock type thing, man. And uh, uh, there's just a lot of possibilities. There's Pulisic a lot of depth. Pepe, man. And and that's um and that's just me, you know. I'm I'm no honestly I'm not gonna lie. Like even though I'm I'm playing them down, I don't think they're a dark horse, but I still think they're gonna play very well. And I think they'll they'll surpass their highest t- tally as far as how far they go in the tournament. But I don't think uh, once it gets to the final four, man, it's just like the teams that are left over are stacked. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's anybody's game. It's cup football. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, well, it's football too. The cream always rises to the top. We like there, there's a there, there's a very very uh, easy way to sort of diminish that or to to trap it down to like circumstance. Yeah, but. When it's the best against the best, Champions League, World Cup, you really have to perform. You really do. It, it, it's it's a little detrimental to say it's it's 
a lot of luck. Some, sure. But uh, no, I, I really do think that USA is a, a, an actual dark horse. They're, they're, they're very much a, a dark horse and alive in that shit. I don't really, I can't really think of a whole lot of other dark horse, a whole lot of other dark horses. There's not a lot, yeah. There's not a, a huge selection, um, but yeah. Uh, other than that, there's not many other uh, issues. I think some people have have had an issue with with uh, Burhalter's team selection, but this isn't the World Cup. Well, team he's not per a genius se. technician like tactician like me. Yeah, give me the spot, or uh, you know. Tata, for that matter. <laughs> well, he has one of the better winning records in Mexico history, so I don't want to hear it. Sure, he might have lost a final or two, but that was against Pop. Redacted. Ba-ba. Anyways, yeah, Ba-da. come on, U.S. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, and then and then the World Cup in four years, Papa. I know, hey, but we didn't even mention Tim Weah, man. I want him to to really get his flowers too, because he's boom, too talented. Boom, now let me hear you say Weah, and Tim Weah with his second brace of the tournament. What a breakout World Cup for the player. And they're saying only West Ham is knocking on the door, you oh, know. Only, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> only for him to end up at West Ham. Bye, bye, Mikel Antonio. Sheesh, hey, Mikel, man, he he has been turning it up a little bit lately, but ah, that team is uh, as uh, as you like to say, in the mud. Mm-hmm. Cook. But okay, so so we're done talking about Mexico and, and U.S. who have their own unique problems. Let's talk about the best team in the let, region, let's talk Canada. A- <laughs> no, no, uh, no, 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 they're shit. they're not. They're they're in a good moment. Um, let's talk about Brazil, because I Brazil is, I guess, one of the favorites somehow, some way, uh, somewhere. It's logical. It, it it's not ridiculous because of the talent that they have. I personally don't see it. Yeah, I mean the either. team. The team is, I don't know, missing something. They have an amazing attack. They have an amazing mid. They have an amazing defense. Um, they have great keepers. Just something about Brazil doesn't do it for me. Am I? Am I not seeing something? I, I don't know. I, I like Am them I a lot. Am I being unfair? I like them a lot, actually. I think they're World Cup favorites, but I think uh, so are Argentina. I think so. And, and, and I think Argentina are level below them. Yeah, I know. You told me earlier. I think, like, obviously France, I think, is the third team that comes to mind, and then maybe Portugal. I would say France, Brazil, and Portugal. I struggle to say Argentina is that much worse than Portugal. I, I don't think Argentina is that good. Because you can't tell me that their midfield is great. It's not you can't great, tell me but that it's, it's you good, can't, though. It's as good as Portugal's. Who, but you can't... Who's in their midfield? Leandro Paredes. Okay. Uh, dude that plays for Atletico. I'm afraid The dude that it. plays for Atletico. Oh, uh, Rodrigo De Paul? Yeah, sorry. Because I always think of him in, in Serie A for Udinese. Uh, him... And then you also have Papu Gomez, who can play as kind of like the attacking midfielder. Who's basically a budget version of Messi, okay? He's, yeah, he's nice. And you still got a few other players like uh, Lucas Ocampos. Okay, and that's the thing, though. It's like, how are those guys competing with what Brazil or Portugal or France have? They don't. 
I, I think they do, though, because they don't have to be spectacular. I think the front three is what really carries Argentina. And the front three is... And by the way... A and center back, not good. Hear me out. And Who's this, this, this is a hot take. And this, this is where I was going. This is a hot take. Nicolás Otamendi and uh, and, the, and the midget from, from Manchester. <laughs> That's one of the sickest... Center back partnerships in the World Cup. I'm yeah, sorry, and they, and they have Montiel, who's who. Okay, he's he's, he's not okay. Bad. He's okay. He's good. And, and then then who's then, on the right? That's or, or, that's their only weakness. I like Tagliafico on the left. I think he's he's solid. I think the right is the big question mark. Oh man, I look. And I agree obviously, there. and 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 Guli from um, uh, is it Valencia? Villarreal. No, Villarreal. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a great keeper. Yeah, he's very very good. Very good. I like. But, his game. Uh, all those players that you mentioned, the sum of their parts, though, like none, none of the none and, of the players I mentioned are and, terrible. And all those guys, though, when you add the fact that they they want to win it for Messi, I understand they, they get oh, a, they get a too. plus ten buff. But that for too. all you fucking uh, RPG nerds, but it like as it stands, it's just not impressive. It's I, just I, I not. But, like, sometimes you get that, though. Like, the, the team on paper doesn't always win, you know? No, or doesn't no. always get far. And Argentina is good enough to beat most teams. Let's not, let's and not you know, we forget mentioned, that. We mentioned Ruli, but, man, Emmy Martinez ain't no slump either. But Ruli's better. Well, distribution-wise. And Ruli distribution has, like, okay. has had a better last season and a half. Uh, it's I like, call him Ruli, but, yeah, it's, it's Ruli. Yeah, Ruli, yeah. Jeronimo Ruli. But Jeronimo. the thing is, like... I mean, they're both very good. They're just so different, though. That's the crazy part. I don't know what, what who will be chosen, but all I can say is the last major tournament in South America. I mean, we <laughs> and saw they struggled. Well. They struggled. They weren't the better team on that. Let, let's not let's that's, not give them that cop out. They weren't the better team. That's cop. That's that's cup football, though, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, sure. But um, more more often than not, the better team wins in, in any sport. Yeah. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! America's knocking. Hey man, well that's I feel for I'd me go the for best. Amico over at Nashville, hundred percent Nashville. Well, that's chat. like a, the Alexi Lalas type fan base. I'm sure like he's following this. Um, yeah, uh, but but something about Brazil doesn't really do it for me. Uh, obviously they have players that I like, and obviously they um, they're very good. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we were talking about these two teams. I think they're both really good, man. I, I, I could see and why it would be crazy if either one more. But Brazil have more depth. That's one thing I will say, and that's Brazil why I is could, deep. I, I could consider they are better. The, but this, starting for starting, it's not bad. It's for a World Cup, this is probably Brazil's best team since like two thousand six or something. Yeah, but for sure. You know, in some of those years, they had guys like Ronaldinho and and you know Robinho and, and Ronaldo. Yeah, but, Kaka. but like. But they also had players like Wagner Love. Now they have Gabriel Jesus. You know, they Gabriel have Gabriel Jesus, guys. Vinicius, Rodrigo, Martinelli, uh, Martinelli no, 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 Neymar, okay. Anthony, Casemiro, uh, Mateus Cunha. You know, they don't have a weak spot. They just fucking but, don't do it for me. I don't know. No, it's, it's not. It's, you know, okay, Neymar is, is the guy. Neymar is the GOAT. For me, Brazilian. Um, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that, but wait, wait, really? Well, I mean, look at look at the stats. Look at the stats. Man. Really? The you know longevity, silverware. Neymar is the best Brazilian player for you of all time. 
Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Well, like, career-wise, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, that's wild. I love Ronaldo and I love Ronaldinho, and maybe if you would ask me four years ago, I would be like, Neymar's not there yet. But Neymar, he's done everything for the for the national team. He has the goals, he has the assists, he has, like, he has the caps. Like, I respect the greatness of all these guys that came before him, but none have applied themselves as much as Neymar has. And Neymar doesn't have any of the highs that these guys have had. I think he's had very close to them, though. I mean, like, Barcelona Neymar was unreal. He just happened to play next to an alien, you know? Who, by the way, I'll, I'll do Who anything. Who allowed him that freedom? Messi gave him the, you know, the privilege to breathe the same air. Yeah, I get <laughs> it, but he's so good. But that's my hot take. That's my hot take, and I've said it before. I think I, maybe I've never said it. On the I pod. don't. I don't think you've been said it on the pod. No, and, and with it, well, this is the first time I hear this from you. I think I said it before. With I was like, you I, know, I, statistically, I you can make the case cannot, that Neymar is I the best. I cannot. I cannot. Is is he top three at least? He has to be right. I mean, you can only place Ronaldinho and Ronaldo above him. And it's not statistically, by the way. It's eye I, test. Well, first of all, I don't really rate Pele all that much. No, me neither. But, me neither. And, and that's me being a youngster in terms of the football world. But but that is it. It was a different age. Uh, but but uh, <sighs> yeah, I know. That's, I, I, I struggle to not put Neymar up there because I have to. I have to acknowledge that Neymar has been great. Let's say at that position. From a very young age. At that position? Well, 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 just in general. Yeah, yeah. He has been great for a long time, since a young age, and... And you know, he still could have been better. That's the, that's well, the and, and that's the fucked up part. Yeah. Now, now, if he has been better, maybe that wouldn't even be into question, right? Maybe if he's been healthier, it's not even, like, so stressful to me. I just think that the highs that Ronaldo and Ronaldinho had were absolutely insane. Oh, they were and, and that's also forgetting that Romario existed and Rivaldo, Rivaldo, who by the way had a very long career, who was very great, won two World Cups. Uh, you yeah, know, Rivaldo is is an absolute legend. I think so he gets he gets for he gets forgotten a little bit. He does, he does. But like Neymar, Neymar's different. Really. <sighs> Neymar's flashy, Neymar's and, and best, it's easy to remember that. Neymar's and, the best swinger. We that's ever also played we also tend Barcelona. to ignore that in the last. Mm, 10, 13, 14 years in football. Goal scoring records and goal scoring has trended upwards. Yeah. That's the state of football today. And I don't think it's going down. I'm just saying. Um, maybe it's I'm still saying that mature. in reference to the fact that maybe goal scoring isn't the necessarily the arbiter on that. It's not the barometer, but. Um, but even beyond that, caps, you know, available. No, no, he's he's done it from a young age. It's hard to argue it, and, and and that's why I'm like stressing a little bit. It is. It's a tough one, but it's still a hot take today. It, but I'm just ready it, to say it now because I have a feeling I'm gonna be saying it two, three well, years from well, now. Certainly. Well, I have a feeling that his national career is gonna end very soon. Yeah, but he's still so good, you know. It's Not hard to. It's hard to. It's hard to argue it, and I'm and, and it makes me think. I'll give you. I'll I'll say that. Yeah, it's hard to outright agree with yeah, you because yeah, I, I know well, because it's, it's Ronaldo. But it's hard to discount it too. Like I can't say no. You fuck you. You're wrong. Yeah. Because I didn't say that right away. It's so, hard um, because the stats are there. That's that's what made me think about it. And then uh, I follow like 
like Brazilian accounts, like Brazil Stats, who does like all said like South stuff. Even they're starting to say that. South. So, so. And uh, but it's a new gen thing as well because when I started watching football, it was Ronaldo, it was Rivaldo, Romario, yeah. well, Ronaldinho, Robinho. And now we we judge players off of goals. My favorite winger ever right. that was Brazilian was Robinho. This guy surpassed him by a mile for me. I can't think of another better winger than Robinho. Yeah, that was Brazilian. I, prime for prime, sauce for sauce. Is uh, Neymar better than Robinho? Uh, that's a, that's a tough one. But man, it's that's a I tough mean, one. Like even like Neymar at Santos was just. But like, wow. but, but I'm saying sauce for sauce. They're they're very they're very comparable for sure. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. No, like everything else, effectiveness, efficiency, um, longevity. Yeah, Neymar has it. And silverware. Yeah, no, no. You, you, there, no I don't think any sane person is going to say Robinho over Neymar, other than Robinho's mom. For real. Um, anyway, that, that was a good one. That was a good one. Hot take. That, I don't do too many hot takes. So that's my hottest take. Yeah. You'll hear from me. Um... Let's just do a review because right now it's it's all previews. There's a lot of international games that I don't really think matter a whole lot. Nah, well, I'd rather talk about gonna, them post. You know, yeah, once it happens, te- teams right now are gonna play it safe because they don't want to injure their stars. So whatever it's called, Nations League or Mexico versus Peru, they're not. They're they're gonna. They're all gonna. Well, maybe not Peru, but like Mexico is gonna play it safe. Not trying to get their players injured and all that bullshit. So let's just do a review of the Premier League, and um, we'll 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 discuss the afterwards next week. Um, I guess we'll run down the table afterwards too because we haven't spoken in a few match weeks, and and we'll 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 discuss who's where and why they're there and all that. So last week it was uh, Aston Villa hosting uh, Southampton. Aston Villa wins one, and it's kind of kind of a good one for Gerard because he's also another one that we're looking at the hot seat. Slightly, this this cops him some time though for sure. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, good win. And then Nottingham Forest hosts Fulham for a two-three loss. Um, go on, Tolson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 um. Nottingham Forest, I think, is who we thought they were. Yeah, they, be, they haven't. They look like Norwich last year, but but they they got a whole brand new team. I think we're gonna say that all years. They're. I don't know what their thinking was because they got I think a grand total of sixteen players in the off season. Yeah, or in the transfer window, <laughs> they spent they spent like no one else. So that's, yeah. Damn, that was a big fall. Ooh, he fell right on his shoulder, son. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing all that? Oh, damn. Oh, you're fine. Walk it off. Now walk it out. <laughs> uh, uh, Wolverhampton hosts Manchester City. Free now. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> yeah, easy. C- work. City's crazy. City's, city's, city's scary with City's uh, nuts, huh? man. And Haaland, he's. He's a Viking, man. And to shut everybody up, Jack Grealish got a goal in the first minute. Oh, there yeah. was a lot of talk about. It was a very simple scoring. goal. 
It was he's just made a run in run ins that he's made every week prior to this, and just because he gets a foot on it and it goes in the back of the net, some somehow he's such a great player now. <laughs> Pisses me off, bro. But I will say, I think you're right. He did shut people up. I think Haaland also shut people up. Scores a, scores a goal from outside the box with his right foot. I know it wasn't it wasn't a rocket back of the net postage stamp or anything, but I don't. You know, I mean, hey, hey, the, uh, the kids got a bag. It doesn't matter. The kids got a bag. Uh, <laughs> Pichichi, possibly. I think <laughs> well, so. Well, whatever, whatever it's called in England. But yeah, good game from City. No, he, well, City was always gonna score a bunch of goals. That's what they do. We do what we do. Yeah, they finally got someone that's gonna put them in. So I'm not surprised by it. It's just. But with another Scandinavian striker who maybe doesn't look too Scandinavian, respectfully, Alexander Isak saves the result for Bournemouth from the penalty spot, 1-1. Newcastle looking a bit shaky. He's this is a game they should be winning. He does, he does, and he looks good. You know, he's not bad. He's not bad. But Swedish international. At the end of the day, he's still, he's still behind Mitro, so catch up. That's all I got to say, <laughs> respectfully. Yeah, Newcastle's been a little up and down. I thought they have. And then Tottenham put the beats on uh, Leicester City, which was a pretty good match in the first half, but then... Um, Shit happened. Second half occurs, and uh, Leicester suck, and uh, Kilming Sun gets his first three goals of the season. Like Sun. that, Sun. What's going on here? I think he pulled his muscle. Ah. You hate to see that in a friendly. Damn. Uh, That's when you know. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Then he is like, oh, yep, I can't contract it anymore. Yep. Hammy? Hammy. That's a ham. That's a ham sandwich. Damn. Looking like my boy Keenan Allen. Ah, man. Yeah. Anything. Such a delicate muscle. It is, man. There's sometimes you know what's weird? I was playing basketball yesterday by myself, and I started feeling like tension on my hamstring, almost like a numbness to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you overextend. I was like, ah, fuck around, bro. Because you don't realize how important it is until you feel you, like you know what the important so thing is with the hamstrings. It's it's mobility. It's flexibility. You gotta stretch it out. Um. Especially for like quick impulse players, they're, that's the most pivotal. Yeah, man, know, when I when I do like the the leg curls, uh, man, I, sometimes I feel tightness. I'm like, all right, let me let me Did drop some weight. Hard? Yeah, let me drop some weight on this shit because uh, it's such a delicate. Mo- it, it's I feel like it's like one of those things. Once it tears, once it breaks, it's a fast twitch muscle. So. There, it's mm, just never gonna recover properly. <sighs> Don't say that. It's just one of those things, man. It it fucks up, and and it's just going to keep doing it. (sighs) That's fucked up. But, yeah, anyway, Tottenham beat the shit out of Leicester 6-2. I hate Leicester. I got to put that out there. Whoa. So I'm glad that they're having these troubles. Because they're not a good team, and they haven't been for a very long time. They happened to get the FA Cup uh, the season before last. Fine. Whatever. Was it last season? It was the season that they played Arsenal. 
It was like two seasons ago. Who won the last FA Cup? Um, I want to say it was Chelsea. Oh, oh no, it was Liverpool. It was Liverpool. Liverpool. So, Liverpool. so they got that bullshit FA Cup, and then they're they're still riding off of the high from the from the Premier League six seven seasons ago. Give it a rest. Go to the second. Go to the second fucking division. Yo. Earn it back. Yo. Earn it the fuck back because you're not good right now. And I mean that. Brighton versus Crystal Palace was postponed. And then uh, Brentford hosts Arsenal 3-0. Easy as you like. Arsenal's good, man. Go on, Saliba. Arsenal's good. They're good, man. Man, they're creating attack. 3-0... Like a team that just promoted last year, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, man, I'm gassing that up, huh? That's a team that's in first right now, man. That's so a team that's in so first, and, and they're playing good. Well, we're gooder than them. You can be. Uh, you might be. Nah, you nah. got outplayed by them last season. Uh barely. Well, <laughs> you know that's how it is. They, we didn't outplay them, but we won. And there's been times where we outplayed and we lost. But that's the wonderful thing about football. You always get another shot. Get up by your bootstraps, make it happen. And yeah, want to be a little arrogant. That's part, that's part of the identity, you know? And they're in first. Arsenal's nah, in first. They're good, they're good. They're the goods. Arteta, I mean, wow. Wow. And then uh, Everton beats uh, West Ham at home 1 0. Go on, Malpai. Wow. Wow, 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 Everton. Yeah, like you said, Good like, for you. The result got Villa some time for Steven. I think this got some for Frank, if I'm honest. And they're they're both bad managers. No, 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 let's be honest. They're both bad managers? And they're there because of their name? Why is Graham Potter uh, that's messed up, a better man. manager? Oh well, that's they were they were he wasn't a great player. Think about it though, bro. Can you really be mad because it's like you think about the jocks, right? In high school, we 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 talk they, about nepotism. They got they got all the girls. They you know they were jacked, whatever. And meanwhile, the nerds like Graham Potter. Did you struggle? They struggled. They had to like. You Did know, you struggle? Oh, were me? you a jock? Nah, I, I was a hybrid. Sort of like my boy Smiles. So. Oh yeah, okay, same, same, same. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was a hybrid. Yeah, but was nah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, same. I feel yeah. like Graham Potter is the nerd that put his his because uh, he was a former player. He was not right, memorable. Right, let's just right, say right. But as a manager, he's doing bits. Whereas Frank Lampard, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Champions League, league twice, top, one of the highest scoring seasons from. But a what did he win with the national team? Uh, Jack shit. Let me ask the other manager, Steven. Oh, wait, right. He was on the same team. He won Grealish, and that means Jack. Ah. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's a good one. That's a good one. Use that. Might have to write that one. But, (laughs) but yeah, uh, good result for Everton. Much needed. And West Ham, this is a very worrying sign. I start to worry for them. Uh, West Ham. What, What place are they in? I haven't got a clue to they're be abysmal. They're, they're abysmal. They have one win, one draw, five losses. That's four points, son. They're bad. I wouldn't have guessed it. Maybe you wouldn't have. Uh, they're in trouble, right? Do, do, uh, do, we, do we stop calling them Moyes and his boys? 
Nah, you know, it's early. I still don't think they'll get relegated, but I do think that they need a they could use a new manager after this season. I think you still got to write it out. Well, well if if they continue on the on the same path, for sure. I don't see it. I don't see it. I, I still think they, they can get relegated. They're too good though. The individually, they're too good. Yeah. 100%. So so I, I got to wonder what the what the fuck. Yeah, what the fuck? That's all you got to say. But they have been bad and we got to figure it out. The, uh, the other two games that were uh, postponed were Chelsea and Liverpool, which is a really good match. I really want to see that. Later on in the season, it might be better where Chelsea's all full in uh, Graham Potter uh, territory and then Liverpool is hopefully competing for a league or Champions League or something. Hopefully. And then the other match was Manchester United versus Leeds, which has a big historic rivalry. And and uh, like I said earlier, uh, United are in a four game winning streak, which is actually really good for for United's sake. You yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't think that they're in fifth place right now, the way that people have been talking about Manchester United. Yeah, you would think that they're like in. Uh, but since when are United fans proud of fifth place? Do you know what I mean, lad? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's not no, done no, yet. No, no, you're you're right. You're Job's right. not finished. Drop finish? I don't uh, think so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, four wins in a row is good. People want that, right? Wins? Yeah, it's important. Yeah. Results-based um, business. Anyway, anything else you got to say? Get off your chest? Um, Not exactly. I mean, I think we addressed everything revolving the Prem as far as uh, transfers and, you know, things like that. Can't really think of anything else. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm struggling right now myself. I mean, we already talked about Brendan Rodgers. Uh, he seems like the next guy who should really get sacked, but we'll see what happens contractually. We'll be following that. You know what we didn't do? And I, I guess we should run just run by real quick. Champions League. Oh, right. Champions League last week <laughs> at the very latest. Well, we'll just run by the notable ones. The Wednesdays, right? Because we went over the Tuesday. Oh, wait, we actually oh, even got out. We were here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Champions League has been uh, a little surprising. Last week, last week, Sporting Lisbon beat Tottenham 2-0. That's right. Sporting was at home in Portugal. Uh, Liverpool beat Ajax uh, 2-1. Barely. Bayern beat Barcelona 2-0. Lucky well, yeah, yeah, lucky. Well, uh, Bayern have lost, have they lost or drew geez. like three in a row and lost this weekend. So Bayern haven't been in a good moment, but they they were good enough to beat Barcelona. Take, For sure. Take, For sure. Make of that what you will. Are we also going to talk about how Barcelona, you know, shot them and you know how cre- how they created their chances? Or they they just, did they did because we're gonna we're acting like they were toothless, and I don't I don't I don't quite buy that. You know, when I mean? you get shut out. You weren't binding. Uh, no, I don't know about that. I mean, they went shot for shot, didn't go in. I, I still think uh, there's more to write. There's more to write on this story. So I can't wait for that second. 2-0. Like, fair play. And, yeah, next time we'll be at Barcelona's house. Yeah, yeah, and I want to see that. I don't think Barcelona are for real. And, and, you'll, but, and, and that's not because... Lot, I think a lot of people and, and think that. And that's not because they're not good enough. I honestly 100% believe, and and this is me being, this is one, me being saucy, and two, being biased, and three, being a hater. I don't think Xavi's a guy. 
not only is Xavi the guy, but you know They're who not else that good. is is the guy is Lewandowski. Oh no, for sure, one of the best for strikers sure. no. in the world. And, well, you had your doubts. Of course, I you did. You had your doubts. I did because and, and I was a- and I was very certain that he was going to hit above twenty five. I think was our number. I, I thought that he would still do good, but I didn't think he was going to replicate what he did at Bayern. But no, he's, been, he's shown he's shown that he's that. And guy. by the way, I as much as I was rooting for Holland and I thought that he would do well, maybe you didn't as much. I don't know if I would have anticipated it to be this great for for him as well. But Lewandowski, I mean, well, those he, he goals really were good. there. Oh uh, well, yeah, he's he's so good though. I mean, those the, goals were there. He's making he's making the goals he's, too. He's that good, and on top of those goals being there. I don't know if he's how many goals I don't know how many goals City have scored I don't know how many goals Holland has scored that weren't there for him out of how many that he's had with City was it 13 12 however many it's been not not just league but within Champions League um and by the way, he he has the most goals at twenty years or twenty one, however old he is. Yeah, yeah. So for his age, he has the most Champions League goals. But um, out of how many of those were not there because of him, I don't know. Well, I mean, there's some that were like last game against Wolves. That was all him. But I mean, yeah, he really operates well around the box, and you know, until they find a way to telepathically move the ball, it's it's always going to have to come from someone, right? I mean. No, well, what I mean is, like, I know you want to discredit are, him. It's fine. No, no, I mean, well, where, where, where has he scored? Where it's like, okay, that only Holland's going to score that. Well, I mean, the Dortmund game's not a bad example, is it? I mean, no. That, well, and, and, okay, yeah, beautiful. That that's a good example. Yeah, but how many of those are are we talking about? Oh well, I, yeah, it can't like, be like every the one goal. that you said last week against Wolves. Yeah, yeah, he's scoring that. That that's him. But he's human. He's human. That's all I could say. But um, you know, because he he does have his moments where he misses too. You know, and that's normal. But his efficacy and the rate that he misses at is so minimal that it, it's a clear difference from anything we've ever had. And I think Aguero is the closest in a different capacity. Those. Much different. Oh, um, uh, 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 yeah. See, and that's, yeah, that's where your point goes stands a little differently. It's like Aguero created some of his goals. Like, it wasn't because of a service that came in. It was just him knowing how to dribble past. Well, I mean, it, it, well, yeah. But but then also, if we were talking about, like, service and stuff, well, oh, La, oh la. Um, If we're talking about that, then we can't miss out on, on the way that, that Cancelo serviced Haaland on, on the goal against Dortmund. Oh, yeah. It was... But, that was a great pl- pass finished by an unbelievable finish. A little like, off the mark, you too. You can't say one was better over the other because ah. may, maybe maybe even uh, Cancelo overshot it. He did. But he did. I, Holland I mean, got off like six feet. I don't think he has. Yeah, I don't think Holland has any business finishing that one. I, no one does. I, I just and, that, and that's a Holland goal for me. That, and that, you want to just see more of that? No, no, uh, because that's impossible. You, you can't expect that. I just mean like I'm articulating myself terribly, but how many of Holland's goals this season are because Holland is making it happen versus the team operating as it does normally? Well, and that's then someone f- being there. Well, I think I think that's true for any striker, though. To be fair, I mean. 
Yeah, it's not a one-way street. I think one of the only players that did it consistently was Messi, where he could literally pick the ball up at midfield and take it all the way in. <laughs> yeah, okay, there's that, but it's like, just, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, yeah no, I think I, when I, you, and I, I'm I'm saying it badly, and I, and, <laughs> and I'm definitely taking credit away from mom because there there is a skill in being there. And I think because we've had players that can get into those spaces, like Jesus, who he's doing good now, I know, but. There's a, there's a difference between Jesus and Haaland when it comes to the finishing department. Uh, ha- Haaland doesn't leave too many well, well, chances also the to game, spare. The, the team has played a little differently, too. Like, yeah. while, while, the, like while the fundamental is and there's similar. That, yeah, there's, there's things um, that Jesus does better, too, by the way. Like, you know, yeah, some of, of his dribbling and passing is just unreal. He's, he's also created a few chances that maybe haven't been finished, but, you know, um, his teammates... Whatever, but I, I I find it hard to shit on Holland, and I know it sounds like I'm shitting on him, but uh, fair. he deserves it. I mean, and if he doesn't get the Pichichi, then <laughs> he has to. And then okay, following up with that, um, Leverkusen. Oh uh, yeah, they beat Atletico, which is interesting. Manchester City beats Dortmund two one. That's the game that we're talking about. Uh, Real Madrid beat Leipzig two nil. PSG uh, beats. Uh, Maccabi Haifa, Chelsea draw with Salzburg, Benfica beat Juve. Go on, Sterling. Um, yeah, that well, that's that's Champions League. So we'll talk about the rest when when the league gets back. Anything else? Um, no, man. I think that summarizes most of what we had. I mean, I know you're you're big on the Romain Molina hype train. I don't know if there's any new developments that you've heard of. <sighs> I wish I can uh, describe it really, really well. Um, I don't feel comfortable talking about it because I don't know it fully well. It's scandalous. There's sexual... Like, assault and... Uh, and uh, grooming and, and, and just a lot of fuckery going on within the uh, French international scene but if that's all if that's happening in france then it must be happening in a lot of other places um i wish i wish i knew more about the topic to expand and 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 be able to have a stronger opinion on it feels weak and and rightfully so i I, I really want to be able to speak on it confidently but i I don't so i'll I'll get back to you next week for sure all right, and one more thing. Um, before we depart, we did talk about Mexico. We did talk about the U.S. We did not talk about both teams' jerseys going into the World Cup. <laughs> Initial thoughts, cop, drop. What's, uh, what's Mexico's are cop, for sure, <laughs> especially the away one. Uh, you know, USA's full kit, like as a whole, has grown on me. The shirt is boring, the, the home shirt. Yeah. The away one's pretty pretty cool. I like um, both, personally, but yeah. I yeah. like the central badge. All right. Well, um, I'll see you with that shirt in the World Cup, right? Well, you like it, right? World Cup year, right? Definitely World Cup. I'm just debating the player. It's uh, a, it's it's right now, it's a it's a, it's a race for Sergeant or It's got to be Reyna, man. That number 10. Man, boy, a bitch for real. He <laughs> <laughs> can't stay healthy, bro. <laughs> well, he's healthy now. It's the important part of the season. No, nah, he's really good, man. But um, I think, um, no, nah, no, nah, realistically, realistically, I, I need to get myself a Pulisic one. I've been sleeping on that. Like, All right, I mean, I, I have my Dortmund one, but I, I don't have the U.S. one. You got to do it. 
Yeah, I'm going to run that one, and, and if not, McKinney would be my second pick. But I think uh, I'm going to wait for the Reyna one uh, once he joins City. You, you heard it here first, by the way. I think that really is going to happen. Okay. We'll see about that. Ah, uh, he don't like that one too we'll much. We'll see. No, we'll see. I don't know. Right, yeah, but that's uh, it's another episode of Two Guys, Two Mics, Two Pints. Glad to be back. Yes, sir. We'll take it away from hey, here, gentlemen. We're not, we're, not, we're not gone. No, no, oh, just a brief We're healed to at least past the World Cup. Well, it's, we're and, only building up And beyond, up to motherfucker. We're building And beyond. Up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sleep on that. Yes. All right, bye. Bye.